Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Ryan. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Does anybody know our guest today is coming on in 10 minutes? Does anybody know if his name is Jesus or Jesus? I'm, I'm guessing Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I'm guessing Jesus. Safe, yeah. I just want to figure it out. I just wanted to ask before I just jumped ahead, you know what I mean? It all works out in the end. You know, <clears throat> it's kind of interesting we have a guest named Jesus on today. Whereas that uh, when our house burned down at 2955, Russell with, that came up this morning on the show, remember the one thing that survived? Everything in the house burned to a crisp. Mm-hmm. One thing did not. And my sister Vicky owns it. It's in her house right now. Photo of Jesus. Well, the Last Supper. The Last Supper, yeah. Oh. This is a picture of the Last Supper. It wasn't oh, even that s- Jesus, not, I thought Jesus, the soccer player. No, Sepulveda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Sepulveda, his picture was still up there, no question the about it. The Last Supper. He's good to go. Yeah, the Last Supper. I mean, it wasn't even singed. It just was fine. You should have enshrined it and made it a, a, a local a local visiting spot. So in other words, I can make money off it like everybody else. <laughs> We're going to make money off of your misery. What do you think of that, actually? So was that a fire up in Dayton? No, it's 2955 Russell Avenue North. Oh, this was family. This is when you're... Now, you have to remember, I've had three fires in my life. Yeah. 
Yeah. We had, we had, mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's on me. What do these all have in common? We'll, we'll play. Uh, the first down our today. These are three stories. What do they all have in common? Yeah, hate, Tom, Catherine, Tom. hate Catherine's horses. No. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. But, yeah, when I was a little boy, I think I was like eight, our garage burned down at 914 14th Avenue North. Did rats come out? No rats. No rats. Okay. Twenty nine fifty five. That the house had had rats. Well, I can't say the, the address of the house that had rats because it's still there. So I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to curse the people who live in the <laughs> I house. I think the rats may have died by now. <clears throat> That'd be different rats. But they might still be different rats. Exactly yeah. right. Actually, there were two on the same block. But you know. But in any case, the homes I just talking. You're about. talking about fires and how many you started. Oh, oh yeah. So so how many I started? <laughs> yes. Thank you. So 914 14th Avenue North, which is no longer there. It's an empty lot now. Matter of fact, the entire block was torn down, which was interesting. Uh, then 2955 Russell Avenue when I was in seventh grade. That burned to the ground. Actually, it's not true because it was stucco, so the out, outer shell of the house stayed standing. The huh. entire house was yeah. gutted by uh-huh. fire. Well, that'll happen. And then our barn in 1995 burned down. Well, we had just literally walked into our hotel, our hotel with the family in in Hawaii. Hawaii, yep. And the uh, first thing we get is, hey, your barn just burned down. It's like, wow. God. That's the last time we were there. You know how hard it is to start a fire in your barn when you're in the air on the way to Hawaii? It's not easy to do. Oh, it's the first yeah. thing they did was, you know, try to basically eliminate us from arson. Mm-hmm. That was Paul Majors. Remember Paul, Paul Majors? Majors went on the air? And yeah, was Paul Majors about... started. No, Paul Majors was <laughs> just saying, saying, yeah, well, that's right. That's the way he put it. He said, he said, you can't blame me. I know I'm battling with the guy, but I didn't burn his barn garage or barn down. He said that. I don't. I don't yeah, even. Said that I on didn't the even air. know that. So what's the block now that's burned down, that got demolished? What is it now? The, you mean the, oh the nine fourteen or twenty nine fifty five? They're the, both torn down. Okay, what are they now? Um, one's supposed to be at 914 14th Avenue North. That entire block was was torn down, and it's supposed to be a park, but there's nothing in it. No it's just park. an empty lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be a park. Maybe okay. there's one bench. Let's I don't know. Find out. <clears throat> 14, and what's 14th the other one? Avenue Northeast or Southeast? North. north. Uh, 14th Avenue North. And what's north. The other there one? it is. Okay. What got do you it. got? Let's go on Google Street View. Take a look-see. It's an empty lot. The entire block is empty. Um, <clears throat> you got it? 914. Would that be on the north or the south side? It would be on the south side of the block toward Plymouth Avenue. South side. Here's the intersection. Well, actually, here. it'd be the west side because we're we're on the west side of the block. It is a large building of some sort. Not on, not on, not there. It's not across the street. It is. No, there. Uh, it's like an industrial warehouse or something. I just drove by it the other day. It's an empty. The entire block is still empty. Well, get so a one, it's a block right next to it. Does have a warehouse on it? Fourteenth Avenue North. No, both sides have <clears throat> buildings. There's no empty lots. What are the two? Two. It was between Bryant and Dupont. What is this intersection? This intersection is. If I can even see. Because there's no Colfax down there. That's why it's not Bryant and Colfax. It's Bryant. North Second Street. No, you're. That's not even close. Well. That's about three blocks to the east. Nine fourteen Fourteenth Avenue North. Yeah, it's. Just look for the corner of. I don't think there is a nine four nine nineteen or nine one four fourteenth Avenue. Well, there isn't because the whole block is empty. So That's Bryant what I'm and Dupont, you said. 
Uh, no, it would be 14th and Bryant or 14th and DuPont. Those would be the, the, the streets. And then 15th on the other side. 14th, 15th, Bryant, DuPont. Hmm. That's the whole block there. In 2955, there's nothing there. It's just an empty lot. There are houses next to it. But oh, that's here we go. Empty. Oh, you got there's it? DuPont. You got it? Oh, yeah, I uh, see what you mean. What? It's basically just like a big open field. It's a big open field, that's all it's it is. It's like yeah. a soccer field or something. I think we're going to turn it into a to, a to a park, but they never came across with the dough. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's what they were trying to do. So we got Jesus coming up in a couple of minutes. So what's yep. the other block? Which one? This other one. Oh, 2955? Yeah. yeah. Russell Avenue North. So what what what's that now? That's just an empty lot. It's between awesome. two okay. houses, but it's an empty lot. Yeah, yeah. it sure is. <clears throat> so there you have it. You can buy it. It's for sale. The lot's for sale. The lot. Oh, yeah. the house next to it does not look great. Well, that's kind of that's which one? Not the one in the corner. That's where Beth Schuneman lives. Yeah, the one on the corner. Really? Oh, well, Beth's... the uh, fence is falling down and has a bunch of tags on it. Of course. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The old neighborhood, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Great. That was the block from 2955, 3015, and 3115. We lived in three different houses within one and a half blocks. We just kept moving north. That was something else. There's no question about it. But moving forward, ladies and gentlemen, moving forward. That's well, all we know. I can ask some questions from the listeners before uh, Jesus calls in. You answer some questions? Ask. Oh, you're Jesus asking for you. Asking. All right. Because on Fridays, we're doing questions for the family, basically. So people on Facebook can ask questions. Oh, okay. Last Friday was you, so people are asking you questions. Oh, God, here we go. Um, Why'd you hire Michael Bryant? That's the first yep, question. Yep, that is the first question. What the hell it comes are you from thinking? his wife. <laughs> it comes from um, Beth, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you could interview anyone alive, who would it be? Because you said people you would like to interview but they're all dead so people i'd like to interview that are all dead somebody they're alive somebody who's alive that i'd like to interview i don't even know what well you remember i took a pass on interviewing paul mccartney face to face because i had to pick you up from school mm-hmm. but he's not but, alive yeah he paul is. mccartney's alive he is john lennon's not yeah, lennon's john, dead. Oh, right ringo and paul are still alive. Ringo and paul although arguably alive. paul's dead or, was the first one dead yeah, yeah <laughs> it so. was that's true that 20, 28 if right? he's alive he's only 80 yeah, Paul McCartney. Well, I thought he would have been way older. No, he's huh. 80. <clears throat> Indeed. Well, okay then. But yeah, well, I, I did. We have our guest, so you can think about that question. I can ask Jesus, too. You can ask him who would you like to interview. Ladies and gentlemen, HBO Max comedy special, Mr. Rough Life, to uh, be released as a part of their Entrenos series. Is that how you say that? Jesus, how do you say that? Un- Entrenos? Well, I, don't, I haven't met you guys, but I can tell you guys are Caucasian and white and struggling with the Spanish. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. What do you mean I'm struggling with the Spanish? Wait a second. You were trying to pronounce it like it was French. That was, that's what it was. I, I felt like a waiter in Cancun trying to fix uh, white people's order. Is it Bezos, <laughs> Ron Cherry? Like, oh, wow. oh, we're not that uh, bad. <laughs> What, so is it, no, no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> is it entreno? Yeah. How do you say but, uh, it? Entrenos. It, it, it's called entrenos. Entrenos. It, 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 it translates in between us. And it translates with uh, between us. Like, it's kind of like a oh, okay. between us, okay. you know? So. But you do pronounce yeah, your name. You, you, you pronounce your name Jesus, right? 
Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's a trick. Yeah, people call me Jesus. They don't know what to call me. Uh, Jesus is too much pressure for me. Uh, I don't make miracles like that. So Jesus is just fine. I would say that Jesus does put a lot of pressure on you. I don't think there's any question about that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I've heard, I've heard all the Jesus jokes. All the Jesus jokes, even when I was a kid. Oh, can you turn to slaughter it? Oh, I, I get the hell out of here. Boy, so, laugh it up. I heard them all. I uh, I will tell you what I did yeah. go to I did go to school uh, a grade school with a family, and their last name was De Jesus, but they pronounced it De Jesus because they got De sick Jesus. to death of telling people how to pronounce De Jesus, mm. <laughs> so they just went with yeah, De so Jesus. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that sometimes sometimes I have to go that route. I have to go. Just call me Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> just you know. call me. Some Jesus. people don't like it. Some people like. I'd be on stage and they pronounce me as Jesus. And be like, I, I, you ain't Jesus. You ain't Jesus. Uh-uh. There's only one Jesus. They pointed the guy, and then it gets awkward. And it gets awkward. And that's how I start like that. Well, the yeah. great thing before we move yeah, on. What's from... going on? What was the question? Well, what are you guys talking about? Well, talking about? I, there's one more thing I got to mention before we move on to the first question. Jesus, we got covered, and I don't know if you know this or not, but there's a very famous street in, in Los Angeles named after you. Did you know that? I did know that. I Sepulver did. And Boulevard, just, baby. Everybody, every, yeah, everybody tells me about Sepulveda Boulevard, and I'm just waiting for my check. That's all I want to know. Exactly. Do I get a check? If not, then I'm tired of hearing it. Okay, yeah, I'll never do it again, yeah, Jesus. Boulevard in Los Angeles. No, come on. It's a joke. I understand. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, new special talks a lot about the dynamic relationships between first and second generation Latinx sons, their families and their fathers, in addition to the acceptance of th- sometimes need for therapy to sometimes a need for therapy to deal with all our traumas. <laughs> hey, Seuss, what's that all about? You need therapy, do you? Oh, man. Oh, yes, I do. And uh, you look like, it sounds like you uh, grew up and you were one of these tough dads. And, and uh, they don't have tough dads like that no more. You go to the park and Dad's holding pillows just in case the kid falls. You know, they thumbs up. That is true. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. They got organic orange juice now and nothing with no sugars on them. Capri Sun, get that thing out of here. It's killing our kids. I so you, uh, you know, different dads now. But yeah, I grew up with a tough dad, man. I grew up with a tough dad. And I, in my special, I talk about my upbringing, you know, how I, Latinos, we're known to party. You know, we have parties all the sure. time, but we party on. Like school night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. They bring us the kids, and we have to stay up as long as they do, and they will stay up till three in the morning sometimes. So, if you ever go to Latino parties, there's a newborn in the corner, like like fresh from the hospital. You know what I mean? Like newborn. <laughs> I they know got, what you're yeah, talking about. They got the they got the hospital blanket on. You know, it's like, dude, get this kid out of here. You know, you should be here. But they even put him in front of the speaker. You know, the vibration of the music is crazy. Uh, so I talk about that I witnessed when I was a kid, uh, and how I, and then I take it to like a place where, um, towards the end of my special, where I, I go see a therapist, and and you know we talk, and I realize all these things of how I grew up and how things are affecting my life because of it. So I bring those ideas to my dad, and he didn't, he does not take it lightly. He, uh, you know, you want me to say sorry. But why, why? So there's a whole ordeal, and I want people to watch it. So please, uh, please do it. That that's pretty much the special about that I seen as a kid to where I'm at now. Asus, this could be kind of a coincidence here because yeah. I've talked about this many times on this show, and I do a morning show in town as well. 
the only time my father ever talked to me is when I would stand in front of the TV Uh-oh. and do stand-up comedy for him when I was like seven and eight years old. It's the only mm-hmm. time he ever talked to me. Wow, wow. That's actually really cool. So what do you it's think of that? It's weird, sad. I mean, I feel, like a, I feel like giving you a hug. But, uh, <laughs> well, thank yeah, you. I feel like you have communication skills for, for, uh, because of that. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, that's cool that you like comedy like that. I mean, were you any good? Uh, you know, I'd, I've been around for a while now, so it all worked out. I, the thing about it is... Uh, that, that's enough said. What did you say? Well, the thing is, that's enough said. I know what the kind of uh, joke you said, and uh, you probably bombed a lot. That's all that's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, no, I was seven years old. It's pretty sharp. You know, I used to watch uh, Johnny Carson, you know, learn from him. You know what did, I'm saying? Did you ever actually do any stand-up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, a couple of times I did. Hmm. And it, when I started attacking the uh, the crowd, they they made me stop. <laughs> yeah, you suck. It was one of those deals. See, I used to like to yeah. do that, Jesus. Instead of people yelling out, "Ah, oh, you suck," I would yell out to them, "You suck first, So I'd beat them to the punch. You know what I mean? Self preservation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, how did you get involved in in comedy? Do you remember the, the the very first time you thought, "You know what? I think I'd like to be a comedian." Do you remember how old you were? Yeah. Seven years old. Um, when I said, "Oh, I want to be a comic," I was, yeah, I, I would watch a lot of funny like uh, comedy movies, like uh, you know Jim Carrey's uh, like The Mask. Uh, everything, anything Jim Carrey was like what I was attaching myself to. I just wanted to be funny, funny faces, a lot of energy. You know, I had, had a, I was those kids in the nineties that had a problem, a mental disorder. They called it ADHD. <laughs> uh, my dad just called me being annoying. Yeah, I was like, apparently that was an issue and a problem. Uh, so, and I came across uh, stand-up. I remember I was seeing somebody on TV, stand-up comedy, but it was in the, you know, Spanish, because my dad was um, watching it on TV, the Spanish channel, so it was a, a Mexican comedian. I saw him, and then I saw some other comedians, and then that just came to my head, so this guy just goes up there and talks for, like, an hour and tells jokes in the center of attention? Something that I was seeking, I was like, this is perfect for me. Because uh, as a kid, I was an attention whore. For sure I was. I was, uh, when they were singing happy birthday to a cousin of mine, I was in the background, you know, taking off my shirt and making noises so I can get attention. So, uh, yeah, so I started stand comedy at, at uh, 15 after that. Uh, yeah, the rest is history. I'm, I'm here now because of it. Well, see, a bit, mostly... Is there something that drove you to comedy? Is there one? Because, like I said, for me to get involved mm-hmm. in talking in public and maybe throwing some jokes in once in a while, it was just to communicate with my father. Do you remember what that was at seven? You just said, "I want to be a stand-up comic." Did you see somebody doing it or something? Yeah, I saw uh, this show called Que Locos, um, and and Galavision. And it was a uh, uh, I saw Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, sure. uh, George Lopez, uh, Felipe Sparks. I saw them at a young age doing this, and, I, and they talked about my childhood stories. And I just thought, they just clicked right there and said, that's what I want to talk I want to talk about what I'm seeing and, and, and what I'm going through. I just related so well to that. And I, I, I want I, about what I see and what happens around my house. And I just really... Like the idea, like I said, of being up on stage and having that type of center of attention. Like, I just like that whole aspect of it. So I just 
I, I just went for it. I went for it. You, you know what? One thing that I would say that helped me out a lot, though, that that was a blessing, was that Google came out um, because Hulu was like the thing. Not Hulu. I'm sorry. I mean, Yahoo was the thing. Right. Right. Like, the search engine that was the biggest thing, and then Google came out, and then they were telling us like you can search and ask them anything you want. Uh, so I did, and I said, "How do I become a comedian?" And I I read a bunch of articles, and people were saying just. Go to your local comedy club, and I typed it in, found one, and yeah, like I said, right, just I went for it and wanted to do it since I was a kid. So yeah, I did it, and I did it at 15 years old, and I never looked back. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of. Were you terrified at 15 going up on that stage for the first time? Oh my god, yeah, so terrified <laughs> that I actually missed my first three open mics. Oh. I didn't know. Like I, I was, I was there. You know, check this one out. Check this out. So, but I would do. I would sign up my name, and I would sit. Down, you know, uh, first coming up we have, and then George something, else, and then they said, "Hey, shoot the Boba," and then I just stood there, like I just froze. I never felt that, like being stuck in a chair, and I wanted to move, but I just couldn't. The fear wouldn't let me. And they just kept repeating my name, and they moved on to the next person. And I just felt like a failure. I was deflated. Oh, so, I can't so, believe it. Were you just my dad sitting was there? Right, I am a loser. <laughs> yeah, I, was a loser. I, I felt like everything you said was right. He's like, you're never gonna be nothing in life. I'm like, how did you know? But felt so bad that you want to like go back up. This happened three times in a row until I finally. I yelled at by the club owner, and he said, listen, stop wasting people's time. Stop wasting the line of you taking the spot for somebody who really wants to do this. So mm-hmm. if you're going to go up, you better go up this time. And, you know, hearing that, I just, that scared me. When a, when a white person yells at me, I that's really scared me. <laughs> I had to be I'm a white saying, guy. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, when a white guy yells at me, I just pull out my, my, my birth certificate, and I don't know why. Actually, like, I, I belong here. Like, I ain't awkward in that. Very weird. I got to work. We're still working on that with my therapist, so. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, then, yeah, I, I did terrible, um, go up there and experience what that felt like, and that, and, and, you know, you gotta go through your worst, like, fears to realize that it's not that bad, and that's what it was for me, I was like, you know what, this is not that bad, yes, I bombed, but it's not that bad, like, where it's the end of the world, and, no. I'm like I can do this. I, if that was the worst that could happen, and it was okay. Then I'm fine. And yeah, after that, I was fearless. I was up there talking about everything. Tom here with my good friend, CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, I was out in Maple Grove the other day, saw your new branch that's under construction. It's looking great. Thanks, Tommy. We're very excited to open our new Maple Grove branch in the Arbor Lakes area later this year. Well, the way I do math, that's the sixth North American Banking Company, and you only have five fingers. How'd you get to six? I used my computer. (laughs) (laughs) We better not ad-lib. All right, we won't ad-lib. Never mind. People will... Well, well, you're not mean. that good at it. Oh, yes, yeah, that's true. That's, you know, right. we have locations in Roseville, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. One thing I like about being a North American Banking Company customer is I can do a lot of my banking online or on your mobile app, but sometimes it helps to go in and talk to one of your friendly bankers in person. Everybody loves when you visit, Tommy. We hope to see you in Maple Grove soon. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. 
You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Hey, Zeus, the one thing I really didn't like about uh, you know going up to a little opener for somebody or doing a little stand-up or whatever, you have this joke that you wrote, and you just think it's the greatest joke of all time, and this is going to kill uh, yeah. and then it gets no response at all. That's a thrill. Sounds like 80% of my joke book right there. <laughs> I think they're all killers. <laughs> you go up there, you're just like, what happened? Stop hmm. funny? Oh, but yeah, that's that's comedy though. Comedy, you think it's funny for you, but you know the people. You just have to learn what how they like it, and you have to find a rhythm, and you have to read the room. It's very important. And, right. Uh, it's all about timing. It's all about timing. Well, so, no question yeah, about it's tough. that. It's a tough gig. Hey, Seuss, do you, do, you, do you see some trouble now? I mean, obviously, the last couple of years with the COVID, everybody was shut down and all the rest of it. And then we came back, and according to many, many people in America and the world now, nothing is funny, and if you make fun of anyone, you're a raging prick. Right. Well, I mean, that's if you have a, 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 a you know, if you come in with a malice mentality, like if you come in with, like, a menace set and you want to like hurt people's feelings. Like, yeah, it's going to be a tough gig for you. It's going to be a tough set. Uh, I'm not that comic. I don't go out there and attack people. Right. Uh, I understand like these comics that they are like that and they are a little aggressive. They're not trying to make you feel bad. They're trying to find it. That's their style. And you're trying to make it funny. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes the timing's off. Sometimes it was a weird night for it. But I, I like people to understand that, that that's not what he's trying to do. He's right. trying to make you laugh. He just he had a, a bad go of it, you know? Don't take it personal. It was just a bad day at the office. Yeah, not big. That is. Right. You don't have that. to take, you know what I mean? You don't have to take his bad day and, like, put it online for him. Poor guy, you know? He's trying to make stuff out, so. But, yeah, like, as far as, like, being afraid of, like, going up there and speaking my mind, I'm not, like, I'm way more fearless than I was before. Uh, I'm way more willing to open up my thoughts even more. Like, I, I don't, I, I, you know, I'm afraid of the cancel culture because culture, uh, it doesn't come from a, a bad place. It comes from, like, a place where I'm trying to express something. Right. And that's what the stage is for. The stage is for us trying to make it into a clever way. So, yeah, uh, I think a lot of comics are thinking that way, too, so... Right now, I'm, I'm not afraid to pick myself, and you know, I, I really don't like to pay attention to like what people um, are saying, and they're putting more fear into what we're doing, and I don't have that. So, how, how did you yeah. get through COVID? What did you do during that time period? Uh, well, I even inside my house. Uh, no, I, I just. It was a tough one because I wanted to, you know, the first week, you know, was like, I can do a first week. This is great. Being lazy all day. I've, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> you know, like, I get to be in my PJs all day. Come on. That was a dream come true. So I was like, I was having a blast the first week. Uh, the thing I was quarantining with my girlfriend. So um, that was fun. But then, you know, after two weeks, you're just like, okay, 
can't you just like go for a walk or something? I can't, I can't see your face. That's her talking, by the way. That's her talking. Like, I just sensing this. I'm like, what do you mean this? Yeah, like this is just bothering me. I'm like, she's me, my face. Like, what are you talking about? So, uh, we had to learn how to like, you know, be around each other for that long. You know, we were going crazy, but. I try to, you know, do my best. I I did comedy shows through Zoom. You did Zoom. Heard of those? Yeah. Oh, yep. you did. Yep. Okay. Oh my God, those were talk about a hell gig. Those <laughs> were the no. biggest hell gig. <laughs> no applause. I just, I never like. I'm seeing them not caring for my stand-up. Like uh, <laughs> having to see their, like watching their faces be that tuned out was. I saw a guy look at the, he was watching TV and muted his computer just because, you know, someone forced him to be on, on, online. So, uh, that was the worst. Yeah. Uh, you know, I never done comedy with, you know, with no pants, you know, that was weird. That was the first for me. Sure. Uh, so yeah, but COVID, I'm glad it's over and I'm glad we're back to normal people. Cause I was going crazy for a little bit. I can understand yeah. that. No, but we, but, yeah, but we made it, we made it. Well, it's interesting. Some of the comedians got like better, you know, like they, they spent a lot of time during that honing their, you know, craft because it was on zoom and they couldn't get the applause. They were working on it. So you watched a lot of people improve. And then some people have come back with the same act they had before that apparently didn't do anything during COVID, right. you know? They were hoping yeah, people oh forget. My God, yeah. yeah. That's right. I've seen people back at the, at the comedy clubs and I was like, do you have the same set? Right. The same set. And yeah, I was like, why would I change something that's good? I'm like, that's the wrong mentality to have. Not good. You're talking about Bill Clinton. He's gone. He's out of the <laughs> office. Clinton. I'm talking about Bill Clinton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that Bill Clinton, huh? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's gone. Monica Lewinsky, what are you, what are you saying? <laughs> so, so people really need to just change that act, man. Oh, man. So do but, you? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Uh, just very quickly, do you get on the phone? Like, you're going to be on yeah. HBO Max. I mean, obviously, uh, a lot of stuff screen, uh, streaming on HBO Max. But did you call the family and say, uh, is that you or me It's going to be on HBO Max? Oh, that's right. It's me. Did you have to call your family and tell them? That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there was certain people where I did brag a little bit. You know, you had to just jab at the, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I called. I called you. You actually called the ex-girlfriend. You don't need to do that. Right. Uh, oops, sorry, I called you. I must have bugged out. Oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, calling my family because I'm on HBO Max. You have to rub it in a little bit. Uh, no, but uh, I did call my dad and uh, uh, I make fun of my uncle in the, in the special. Uh, we have an uncle that, you know, Latinos would give each other nicknames, you know, but it all depends on how you look like if you have something messed up, we're going to point it out and make a nickname off of it. You know, <laughs> I have an uncle that we call cumbia. For those that don't know what cumbia means, cumbia is a Latin dance. You know, when you do a lot of waist movements, mm-hmm. we call him that because he was born with a crooked hip. Oh, so oh sweet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. We're, it. we're hardcore. I love it. Yeah. So he's walking it. It looks like he's dancing and everybody just cumbia. Eh, eh, you know how we are. And um, That's cool. my uncle, Cumbia, <laughs> he heard about this, and he is pissed. Yeah. He's over there in Mexico talking about he's going to write a book, mm-hmm. The Crooked Truth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. that's, that's, 
<laughs> the nice. title, the crooked truth. Apparently, I don't know, but he's. But I have little, you know, uncles that aren't as fond of the, the special. They think we're making fun of them, but uh, for the most part, everybody's been real cool. My dad's been super excited, and uh, yeah, he made a list of all the things that I owe him, so he wants me to pay for that. But that's that's for sure. another story. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do there. I'm like, uh, I already went. I haven't told him, but I wasted the check before I even got it. So that's gonna be. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna get that money. I was like, when when you pay off your credit card debt, I'll pay you off. And then you know, he has an answer back. Might not happen. So I think I got some time. <laughs> yeah, I think I got some time. Yeah. So Alex, did you ever dance the cumbia? Can't say I have. You have. I would think you did it all over yeah. the year. Oh, wow. No, I have not. Really? No. What? The, I did. Yeah, but you did every dance of all That's kinds. That's not true. I never every did, dance. I, did, I never you, did any. Everyone in the world. Ballroom or, yeah, every dance there every ever dance was. Did you do that one where the, the, wow. with, the with the spears? And yeah, the, the spears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of that. Mostly that, actually. <laughs> Mostly yeah. spear dancing, haka. yes. No, you haka, did not do the haka. Right. Do haka. Oh, I wanted <laughs> to learn how to do that. I'd be a good haka. There is still time. To do is... <laughs> There's still time. There's still, yeah. Because I'm built exactly. One of those people again. That I'm built just Maori? like the, Maoris. Yeah. I'm built just like a Maori. I could do. I could do the haka. You could. It's a lot of facial expression. <gasps> I think that it's you know it's a good hobby for you. <laughs> yeah. Should I start doing it right I, after the show today? I'll start doing the haka. Probably... You do the haka ever, uh, yeah. Asus? <laughs> Oh my God, the haka! I don't even know what that is. That sounds crazy. That sounds, I just, that, that sounds like a, a, a you know like a drink that you drink in the haka. Can I get a two hakas, please? Yes, two hakas. It's, it's a, it's make, a make, make it a version. Of it's it. a Maori war yeah. kind of war dance. Is it something? Where are you going on vacation? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where Maori is. What are you talking about? Australia. Australia. New Zealand. 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 Australia. I would have never thought. New Zealand? What are you doing in New Zealand? We oh, weren't. We've never we been to New Zealand. We watched a show. We weren't. Stuck with it. Stuck with it. Sure did. Uh, got you. Yeah, you know, that's what happens when you get to the Discovery Channel. You start naming all these weird places. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maori. I don't know what the hell that is. So, you got to watch the haka sometimes. <laughs> hey, Seuss, do yourself a favor this afternoon. Sit down on your computer and watch guys yes. do the haka because you'd love it. Uh, oh, I am Googling it. Once we're off this show, I am Googling the haka. What is the haka? Very, very tough uh, game. One of our friends, who, who was our friend that went went to New Zealand and did the haka? We do have a friend that did it, but I can't remember who it was. Damn it, I'll think of it. I no, I probably won't. Who the hell knows? But in any case, so, so Jesus, things are going well. You're on HBO Max. Yeah, get to tell the family. Everything's going great. That's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it feels great. It really does. Uh, you know, it's been a long time coming because, you, you know, you get those years where you're just like, Wow, I don't think this might this might not happen for me. So oh, really? I'm just glad things are you know. Oh yeah, you get that doubt where you're just like, this is repetitive. I'm doing the same thing. Nothing's really changing. Uh, gigs are, you know, not really like speeding up. They're just like at the same slow pace. And you start getting doubt. You start like saying like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this isn't for me. And uh, you start questioning yourself. But then, you know, you just got to keep fighting through it. And then opportunity comes up and you got to be ready to execute that's what i tell a lot of people it's like you, you you can only be you know prepared for so long but when the opportunity comes you have to be able to execute or else you know then you can't then you can't really complain of why you're not getting anything so 
when the opportunity came, I'd give it all I got. I'd say, you know what, I'm going to tell these stories. And was it like it, you know? And now we're here and, and it's on and I'm glad it's happening. And, um, you know, quick story. Um, I got the phone call that I got the HBO special COVID during COVID when it hit. Mm-hmm. Like 2019, remember that phone when they were telling people, like, oh, I got the phone call there. And I was nervous because I'm like, well, they're shutting things down. It was right when the shutdown happened. And they were like, oh, everything will be back to normal and this and that. So uh, I started getting scared that this might not happen. Like, we uh, we all might die off of this <laughs> disease. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess that is. I mean, yeah, this is this is my luck. I get it right when the world's ending. I, that's when I get every opportunity. Perfect. This is right up my alley. So I had to, I had to wait. I had to be in the sidelines for a while. I had to, like, wait and see what's going to happen, right. perform these Zoom calls, write material, and uh, and things are opening up. And then we got ourselves a crowd, and and then we did it, like, two years after that. So, yeah, that was that was uh, on its own, you know? No, Jesus, I got to tell you. But, yeah, we got it. When you look back about, you know, six months or a year from now, when this comes true, you'll go back and go, that's what Uncle Tommy told me was going to happen. Okay, so you remember that. <laughs> okay, you ready? Okay, I will. Um, in the 1980s, it was, it was a pretty rough decade in America. The 80s got really, really tough. Uh, people were not getting along. There's a lot of racial unrest. There's a lot of name-calling. I mean, kind of like what's going on now. Um, and you know what saved us, and I'm not kidding, Jesus, comedy. People started going to comedy clubs. They started making comedy movies. The only way we're going to get out of this hating one another thing over our political beliefs is comedy. So they're going to have to let people like you do your job, make us laugh, make us relax and calm down because that's how we got together last time, and I think it needs to happen 35 years later. It needs to happen right now, right? That's right. That's right. I think think comedy, comedy, the voice for a comedian right now in this country is very important because you think about comics is that we we don't like to tell you know we don't like to tell bullshit. We like to right. point it out. We like to let people know what they're doing wrong. We will call anyone out, and I think that's very important. Uh, it's a very important voice to have. Out of all the entertainment outlets you can have, I think that one just really tells you like it is, uh, calls you out on your on your BS, and and you're right. I think. That's exactly what we need, and we should not not get in the way of letting a performer, you know, create his material and, and then build a crap. You know, it's very important right now, so I agree. It is. I, it is, yep. Yeah. Hey, Seuss, have you ever... Yeah, I agree. You know, when's the last time you were in Minneapolis-St. Paul? Minneapolis? Whoa, 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 whoa. Minneapolis-St. Paul? Is that what you said? Yes. St. Paul. Uh, I've never been there, but it sounds very quiet. I've never been to that place. That place, uh, where is it? I don't even know where that is in the map. <laughs> you don't yeah, know where Minnesota Paul, Paul. is, really? Do you it, know where Minnesota no, I don't. is? It sounds, like a, it sounds like a Rob Stewart song or something. Like, where's where Minneapolis, St. Paul? Minneapolis. Hey, I've Jesus. never been there. No, I have not. Minneapolis. Okay. Jesus, I will tell you this. Um, 
people in Minneapolis-St. Paul love to go to comedy clubs. They love to laugh. Minnesotans do love their humor. So you got to get up here. Uh, some great comedy clubs in town, some really, really good ones that have been around forever. Acme Comedy Company's been around for, what, 30 years, something like that? Yeah. More than that, maybe. Jesus, you yeah. do very, very well here. Uh, you need to you need to get booked to come to Minneapolis-St. Paul. And then you got to drag your ass into studio and do the show live with us. Well, you know what, guys? That I really would. I would love to see that. And I would like to see that dance that she does. Oh, and I would like good. to see what she looks like. <laughs> and then we will all have to do it. But, yeah, uh, honestly, I'm going to – you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna, once we hang up the smoke, I'm going to call a manager, and we got to book something there ASAP. I would love to be there in person and do it at the studio. Okay, well, yeah, call, sure. call us back and let us know because we got to come in to see. I do a morning radio show as well, so you come in and do that, do the afternoon podcast. Yeah. You do the appearance at the comedy club. Sure. I'm telling you, Jesus, you'll, you'd kill – you'd love it here. Very, very – people oh, love the comedy. Say less. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll bring all the material. And we'll have a great time. So, yeah. Hey, Sue Sebulveda, ladies and gentlemen, HBO Ooh. comedy mat special, Mr. Rough Life. Boom, gone. See, yeah, he, yeah, he had a hard out. He dropped that mic. He was At 11 out. 12, he was, uh, yeah. he was on for exactly half an hour. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. HBO uh, Max comedy. I knew they were going to do that. So, that's why I started talking about, yay, when you get to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBO comedy mac special, Mr. Rough Life, to be released as part of their Entrenos uh, series on August. Well, it happened, uh, matter of fact, last Friday. August 5th is when it started. Jesus Sepulveda, a very, very nice guy, didn't you think? Oh, very nice. Nice. Very pleasant. Doug, how are things going at Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan? Well, we're in first and second place for the year in Minnesota. That's pretty impressive. What do you think the secret is? Well, clearly people like overpaid morning DJs that can't throw a first pitch over the plate. That hurt my feelings on so many levels. Sorry. Some people actually like these goofy ads, but there's a lot more to it. I think people really like the one-price upfront approach. They know they are being treated fairly. Yep. The free 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty doesn't hurt either. So what's going on this month? Well, inventory's finally getting better. We've got 75 Rogues and 25 Pathfinders available for delivery this month, and Nissan just came out with 1.9% for 36 months for people with good credit. The way interest rates are climbing these days, that's pretty darn good, Dougie. With all those Rogues and Pathfinders, free powertrain warranty, and low interest rate financing, no wonder Burnsville and Coon Rapids are setting records. We're like the Aaron Judge and Rod. Roger Maris of Nissan's. No, no, you're not. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant 
I, it's so amazing to me that there are so many comedians in America that don't know what a great comedy market Minneapolis-St. Paul actually is. Are there really that many, though? I think I there don't... are. It's like, well, I didn't know. You know, and mostly, I, you know, to tell you, I can't even tell you why they don't know. <laughs> because everybody who's been here knows very, very clearly that this is a great comedy market. A lot of people see the, you know, 80% of the country between the coasts as, you know, yeah. just empty cornfields. That's true. And it's a little cold. Well, yeah, it's only cold six months out of the year. Yeah. Right now, it's uncomfortably hot. So. Yeah. No, but it's not. It's freezing out. Freezing? It Today is, is colder than summer. Oh, what bitch. is it, 70? What? Nah, I don't know. I think some of the bitch is colder, but. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be 76 today. That's yeah. freezing cold. Freezing. He came in at 4 in the morning. Though, so. Yeah, when you come in That's at 4 true. in the morning, it's 52. It yeah, probably yeah. pretty cold. It's a little chilly oh, in the morning. Yeah, the mornings are. Yeah, they've definitely cooled off. It's nice for someone that runs in the morning, and it's not yeah. 85 well, degrees and 100% humidity. I, I hate the heat and humidity so much. Oh, my God. I don't hate the heat and humidity. <laughs> I just hate running in it. I just, Give running me the cold any terrible. day. We get it for, what, 30 days a year. 30 running days. In it is it's terrible. like yeah. three months. This Calm summer's down. been really Unbearable. hot. Unbearable. It's been a hot summer. Oh it has been a hot God. summer. Which Bring is back good. the polar vortex. Yeah, and another six months when it's 85 below, you'll be, when's it going to warm up? See, or you just don't constantly complain about the weather yeah. like me, and it's a better existence. I don't know that anybody here complains the, about the weather. So the comedy thing. Yes. Louis Anderson used to tell comedians that would ask him, how yes. do I get into comedy, to come to Minnesota, yeah, come did. to Minneapolis, and work the scenes here, because we have so many small clubs, large clubs, yes, open do. mics. Acme's 31 year, years old, by the yeah. way. There's a lot of opportunity to get better. There's a lot more clubs here. than two also. Yeah. So. And there's also uh, a good community of comedians that are willing to help you out, let you sleep on their couch, that kind of thing. Let you sleep on the couch? I oh, guess boy. So. Very, very generous. No question well, about that. You move in and you're trying to start from scratch. Sometimes you got to sleep on someone's couch for a while. I suppose you're right. Oh, look at this. Axios Media is being acquired by Cox Enterprises, which said it plans to push the online news provider into new markets while broadening its coverage. Axios is based in Minneapolis, is it not? I don't know. I don't know about that. I think Axios is is based in Minneapolis. I'm almost certain that it is. But uh, so that's good news for them. Happy to hear it. Axios Uh, is, let's see here, Arlington County, Virginia. What's in Virginia? Very close. I thought it was based here. Pretty much the same as Minnesota. Maybe they have a a, a big big local office here, I know. So I just assumed it because I, I only heard about it a few months ago. That's why I don't know a lot about it, obviously. That's why I just assumed it was based here because there are people here that reached out and said, hey, thanks for picking up uh, the Axios. We, we listen to the show all the time. So they must have an office here, <laughs> I'm thinking. All right, so we got our listener questions. Oh, Were you I'm thinking ready. about it? Listener okay, questions. Okay, what was the question yeah. again? If yeah, you could we... interview anyone currently alive, who would it be? Anyone currently alive, who would I interview? My God. Can you even think of anyone? The Dalai Lama. Like the, anyone that you hadn't? Dalai Lama's boring. I just saw him interviewed the other day. Well, really? He's right? kind of interviewed to death, yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah of course. Death, that is true. Yeah. Literally, all he does is talk, so it's, like you know. His children's book is great. Is it? Yep. Whose children's book? The Dalai Lama. He's got a children's book. 
I didn't know that. It's mm. great. You're making that up as you I go along. I swear to you, I'll show you. That was an right. actual lot of books. It was an actual a, a, actual llama. We own it. Oh, you own the Dalai Lama book. We have. Um, who was it, the comedian that asked the Dalai Lama face-to-face if he'd ever seen Caddyshack? It's called, like, The Seed of... The Seed of Compassion. The Seed of Compassion. The Seed of Compassion. There you go. Mm-hmm. The Dalai Lama. Who was it that asked that asked the Dalai Lama if he'd ever seen the movie Caddyshack? I don't know. I don't know. It was very funny. Because <laughs> he looked at him like, what? What are you talking about? I wonder about? if the Dalai Lama, like, watches movies and stuff. Would, would you want to I'm interview sure does. Putin? No. No, no, I would not, because he thinks he's a tough guy. He speaks he's Russian, about, so you know. he's the size of a Pepsi bottle. I don't. Well, but just to find out what he has to say, you know. Well, he's the richest man on earth, apparently. I mean, I don't. You don't see him talk very often. No, you, you don't. Know? You do. So well, I mean, apparently, it was Jesse Ventura who asked him that. If he'd seen the dollar. It was Jesse Ventura. You're absolutely right. It was. Yeah. Good job, that Darren. tracks. That tracks. Why was Jesse Ventura allowed to talk to the <laughs> Dalai Lama? Right. I'm just it trying to think Jesse of people Ventura. that don't talk much. You know that yeah, you don't so you don't what? hear much from them directly. Teller, you know the magician. Yeah, yeah the magician Teller would be. He'd be a great <laughs> interview. Yeah. Well, who yeah. would the one person be if I could interview anybody? Who would it be? God, I that's that's tough. That's alive. Yeah. It's got to be alive. Yeah, yeah I'm wondering sure. if maybe we should ask these questions on Sunday and you can think about them and then... Well, but normally I would be able to say, oh, I'd do this, that, or the other thing. Uh, you know, I've interviewed almost everybody I've ever wanted to interview. That's yeah, the whole that's problem. What I'm thinking. Is there anybody you've missed that you thought, darn, I should have... That Paul McCartney. Well, Paul McCartney. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I was going to sit down with him face-to-face and interview him, but I had to go pick up. Have you ever, ever interviewed him at all? I talked to him on the phone once, yeah. Yeah, he's. So well, you have talked to him? I have talked yeah. to him. I've never interviewed him, though. Ringo, I've interviewed probably, a number of times. You probably rip him for I and Catherine now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sitting in the front row there over at the XL Energy Center. Don't worry about my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell you, just that, you know, I, I don't really read the news too much ahead of time on the morning show. I just, whatever they put up is what I read. I'm looking at these headlines, and it's like, now I know why. Honest to God, Twin Cities man facing felony charges for voting twice in 2020 election. Becker schools proposed policy banning divisive concepts. Juvenile sentence haunts two harbors. Mayor, uh, man who shot Ahmed uh, Ahmed Ar- Arbery gets a life Lifetime. sentence. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's all really negative news. Well, they Senate Democrats pass a budget package by themselves. Yeah, yeah, by themselves. Did they do the House already? I don't That's think today, so. isn't it? Yeah, I, think. I think the house is today. One so the questions he got <clears throat> since we went off on that. It was 50-50. Um, it was 50-50, and then Kamala Harris is the one that voted 51st, right? Yeah, I think. That's how or it Or was it? Yeah. yeah, it had to be that. Yep. It had to yep. be that, yeah. So anyway, do you have any other questions? Andy? I'm going to say. Got a whole group. Let me let me just say the one person that I'd really like to interview if I got a chance to interview them would be I can't think of anyone. I've interviewed everybody I've ever wanted to interview. Any questions for the rest of us that wouldn't actually have an answer for anything? That is no, an answer. Just based on dad this week. I've interviewed like everybody. Negative people like you'd ask, you know, Einstein, what's the deal with the penis? You could ask. Yeah, I don't want to talk. <laughs> Einstein, what's the deal with the penis? <laughs> you can, you can ask, okay. Yeah, apparently he's got some grotesque kind of thing going on. Um, you can ask Einstein Chauvin what really happened. Einstein had a weird happened. penis? Chauvin no. what really happened, yeah. This is yeah. new information. Yeah. 
So I've never heard know. that. You know, just people like that, like Putin. You know, Qualifier. what are you thinking, dude? <laughs> so you want me to be in a room alone with a criminal? No, Thank I didn't you. say you don't Our have to be in the alone with them. You just have to interview them. Some weird thing that came to mind. No, let me put it this way. The reason it's hard, so hard for me to figure this out is because I actually became telephone friends with, like, Gore Vidal. He and I talked on the phone all the time after I interviewed him. I never met him in person. <laughs> you don't want to become friends with him. <laughs> what? That's hilarious. You do the interview, and suddenly every week he's talking to Putin. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, Putin, what's happening? Yeah, I need somebody to talk to, so Putin and I. Why so aggressive? <laughs> I love so your I was aggressive. going to go into the Ukraine, but I changed my mind because of this guy in Minneapolis. No, I mean, that, that is a weird question well, to ask nice. me because I've interviewed everybody ever born, pretty much. And, I mean, Andy was, I agree with that before. I've interviewed everybody over the last 37 years. I, pretty much. I was trying to think Have of somebody I haven't. interviewed, like, T-Bone Pickett? Who's T-Bone Pickett? He's like uh, the 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 guy the down in Texas that does investments and stuff. Is that his name? Oh yeah, T-Bone I know you're talking about. T-Bone. T-Bone. Pickens. T-Bone. Isn't Boone? Boone. It's Boone. Yeah. Boone. So how about him? He's Have dead. you ever talked to him? Is he, he died. Dead? He died in 2019. Oh, oh, well, we're done. He's <laughs> out. He's dead. Lost that opportunity again. Those daily tough. cokes got him finally. But look, I mean. Uh, top of the top of the heap. I've already interviewed. I, I in person. I interviewed Peter Falk and and uh, Jane Fonda, and that was what? What's that face? Nothing. I've got a pain in my hand. In your hand? Yep. Who'd you punch? Nobody. Was I sleeping and you came and socked me in the middle of the night? I have a bruise on top of one of my knuckles. It all works out in the end. Okay, what other questions do you have, Andy? Anything can happen. Uh, So I've interviewed everybody I've ever wanted to interview. Got to be honest with you. Uh, If you hadn't gotten into radio, what do you think your career would have been? I probably would have stayed in the record business or just done voice. I probably would have done voiceover for the rest of my life. Mm. That's probably true. But getting into radio destroyed my voiceover career because the Mm. politicians in this state decided to point out that I didn't agree with them, so therefore I was dangerous or something. I don't know what that was. Well, you also had some bad luck. I mean, the McDonald's with the shooting. Yeah, that was bad luck. That I mean, was not good luck. Yeah, You're you right had, about you had that. a couple big things that happened. Didn't you have a couple of those that oh, happened? Oh, God, like yeah, that? yeah. Absolutely. Well, that was, Catherine and I were going through the airport in, airport in Salt Lake City, and we are just getting back from our honeymoon in Canada. So um, we're going through the airport, and remember the paper boxes used to be lined up along the corridors? Oh, sure. All the different newspapers in the different cities. They're not there anymore. So young people are going, what are you talking right. about? But there were paper boxes. And I had just done all of the Olympic commercials for McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. which was hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars worth of business that never aired. Yeah. So I made nothing. Because they should that, still have to pay you for the work. Well, I, yeah, I well, got paid a session they, fee, but not yeah, for usage. Okay. The residuals yeah. are where it's at. Yeah, yeah that is true. All the money is. You got scale? <laughs> yeah, so I think I got for cutting all those. Sally Bell was her name. I'll never forget. She was a little girl. Sally Bell uh, was a young girl involved in the Olympics, and that's that. we started with her. I do remember that. But a few of the commercials ran, but they pulled the almost the entire schedule. Just a couple of commercials ran. But what was that guy's name again that opened fire at the McDonald's in San Diego? I don't remember so long ago. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, it was before I was born, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Let's see here. Was it the uh, San Ysidro? San Ysidro, that's it. Yep. Uh, James Huberty. James Huberty. Huberty. I don't know. 
Yeah, that was that was a tough one. I will tell you, twenty-one that. people died. Yeah, and then someone sniped Jeez. him. And remember what he said when he left his house. I'm going to kill a bunch of people. His wife said, "Where are you going?" And he said, "I'm going to hunt man." Okay. Mm, yeah. Maybe I'd be like, Whoa. No. <laughs> no. Well. Yeah, wouldn't you tell someone? Yeah. Like know? if Dan did that, I'd like stab him in the thigh with a steak knife and be like, No, you can't be, go anywhere you'd now. Be, you'd, you'd be going stabbed. very funny. <laughs> He well, but she he was, well, but if he were a he crazy was, person, yeah, is she, what I'm the, saying. The wife knew that he had a mental health issue. Yeah. Mm. So it's like oh. a mental health guy with mental yeah. health issue says something like that. You know, yeah. we're calling the cops, but yeah. apparently yeah. she just decided she didn't want to. She just was like, <laughs> you, you <laughs> nutcase. Yeah, you knucklehead. Have <laughs> fun. All right, we got another question. Let's see. We got a lot of questions, huh? We got a few. That's good. Mm, let's see here. Uh, did you ever think you'd be in radio this long? No. No? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, the only reason I got into radio is because you were going to be born. We were living in New York City, Catherine and I were. Well, we still had a house here. But uh, I got the call in New York City that Catherine, my lovely wife sitting at the other end of the table, Ooh. called and said, we're going to have a baby. And I went, well, I can't live in New York and you spend time in Minneapolis and blah, blah, blah. So literally, I, th- this is a true story too. So I was talking to your mother on the old, you know, the, the desk telephone back in those days, right? Um, and I talked to her and I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll figure something out and see what the situation is there. If we're going to have a baby, uh, when's the baby due? And she said, October. This was in March. Um, so I said, okay, well, let me figure it out and I'll get back to you. I literally put the phone back on the cradle and the second it was on the cradle, the phone rang. I picked it up and it was Dave Hamilton, and he said, you know, Tom, I'm at KQRS now in Minneapolis. you have any interest in doing a morning show? That's how weird that was. Wow. I mean, there was not even one second between your mom telling me that we were going to have a baby and I was offered a job to move back to Minneapolis. It was, I've had a weird life that way. Does that happen to most people that, like, weird? It's not a coincidence. It just kind of happens. Serendipity? Serendipity. That's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, I didn't think I was going to be here. Because I had to make him a promise. I do remember when I took the job, I had to promise the company. You signed a 30-year contract. That I would stay for six months. <laughs> oh, well. Yo, you almost got fired right off the bat. I did, yeah. yeah. Well, the first time around at KQ, I did get fired. Right. I've been fired from everything. I got fired from this job. What the hell is the difference? You were fired from, you've been fired from the podcast. I mean, if That's we, true. you could have in the early days, we would have <laughs> if we had that power. Yeah. What the hell is that? What? You were a nut the first two years of this podcast. What are you talking about? You were about? pretty intolerable. Why? You were. Do you really want to hear yet? it? Do you want? Well, do you, you want guys, the feedback that if we you have? Guys to were shit, I could understand why I'd get Well, upset. we had no idea what you were expecting of us, and you thought that. Because you were on the radio for so long that we somehow, through osmosis, yeah. would understand what it is that you wanted from us. Yes. I still don't understand what you, what you guys are doing. So. Neither do we. No. Yes. Yeah, we do just we. show up and Either wing we it. Are. Yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to get but, that yeah. thing care of. Yeah. You were oh quite God. intense in those days. Yeah. I remember I had to take you aside one time and say, you know, if we're going to do a family podcast, you should act like you like us. <laughs> I was looking for a different job like every other week. So I assume that was in the first hundred shows. Uh, yeah, oh, wait, 
Wait a minute. Just before you took on a major advertiser that settled everything down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And we all right. were feeling the smooth sailing since then. But you have to remember that was the exact same time when I found out people I trusted were stealing from me. Mm-hmm. So were... I, I had a rough couple of years there, and it's still not over. So there you go. Yeah, if any tiny thing happened. Oh, any tiny thing. Mm-hmm. That amount of money is not a tiny Look thing. Out. Let me put it that no, way. No, I'm saying if we were on the podcast and like somebody forgot to push their cough button. That's Jesus right. you used to get, Christ. You used to get pretty excited about that. Oh my You're God. out of your mind. You guys are making it up as you go along. I remember listening Oh, I forgot. Let's just, just make fold things this up. up for I'm fun. ending the podcast for the <laughs> rest done. of oh, You constantly were threatening that. Let's just stop. Never mind. We're canceling the podcast. Well, if you don't want to listen, okay. you don't want to listen to the expert in the room. Oh, my room, God. You know, you know what I'm what saying. What are the questions we got there? How about those twins? How about those twins? Twins got screwed yesterday, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm pointing that out. I'll Could tell you, you care? how about those twins. Do. Could you care about it? I do care about it. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. just telling you, he that guy was out. Mm-hmm. Where was the catcher supposed to stand to catch the ball? No, that's part of the that whole new rule now that's I kind hate of a mess. That. I hate it. Yeah. So now we get an opinion from some puke in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's out. No, he's not. He was uh, he was out, yes. And he said he wasn't out. That's what I meant to mm-hmm. say. But I just I don't think we should leave it up to a couple of pukes in New York. What do you think? Mm-hmm. That's the trend. Yeah, why? Trend. Why does everything have to be fixed now? I don't know that it's fixed. Everything's fixed. The fix was in. I don't think the fix was in. The fix was in. My team lost. Are you talking about your twins thing on air? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Mysterious (laughs) twins thing. I would like to get the okay from the twins to talk about it before I talk about it. Fair enough. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? You're an attorney. Yeah, but I, I, I wasn't part of that conversation. No, so. that's true. What did they say? So, <laughs> they so what's just... the next question? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to stay on that just question keeps... stuff for the rest so of the time. I want to deal with the listeners. They took the time for the question. Is this something we're doing now, like each yeah. week? Once or is a week, yep. All on Friday. Dad? No, no. No, it's going to be it's gonna be different all people. Yeah. Can't on wait Friday. for questions for yeah. Alex. Friday, they ask the questions on social media. It gives them the weekend to respond. Oh, and then we talk about them on the air Monday. Mm-hmm. Ah. I can't wait for the questions for Alex either. I wonder. <laughs> well, why are you so wrong about like? meat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why are you so wrong about meat? Oh, in my bio like for the podcast, I wrote, yep. you'll enjoy such banter as her being a vegetarian strictly to irritate her father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do I get blamed for everything? That's what I'd like to know. Now it's your father again. That's what happens That's when you're a reactionary. Yeah. Oh, that I'm a reactionary. Yes. You guys. I are. think that could be probably could labeled be your strongest personality <laughs> suit. It's being a reactionary. What? It's being reactionary. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Back to the questions. <laughs> okay, you might be right because something just popped into my head that happened this morning. Are we canceling the podcast? Mm. <laughs> I went in. I went into the men's room, and as I opened the door, this young young guy was coming out, right? Well, he was coming to the door to come out. Yep. So I opened the door, and I go, oh, excuse me. He didn't even bother to look at me, and instead of waiting for me to come in, he came out oh, and pushed geez. his way past me. Wow. I said, well, don't let me get in your way there, pal. I mean, like, I tried to be courteous, all the rest of it, hold the door from him. It was just a prick. 
What is that with you young know. people? Gen Zs, <laughs> I will say, seem afraid of adults. They yeah. are. They like, seem okay, very they've been afraid. taught to be. They've been taught to hate everything older than them. No, our nanny, lovely girl. She's great with the kids. Barely ever speaks to me. And acts like when I speak to Why? her that she's like afraid of talking to me. Not that she doesn't like me. Like right, she's friendly right. and stuff, but it's just like I know. she doesn't just want to sit and chat. I know. It's because <clears throat> the phone. You should just sit there and do text messages mm-hmm. to each other on the phone and not have well, to yeah. look at she's yeah. super, yeah, she's yeah, super friendly that. over text messaging. Yep. Lots of exclamation points that's and tells me all sorts of stuff. That's that whole generation. Just, they just aren't familiar with face to face conversation. Okay, well, I want to throw some at you guys, and I think I mentioned it last week, but to get a little deeper into it. Where I grew up, if you did that, they would have they torn would have said, you What the hell is texting? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not talking about texting. I'm talking about averting people's eyes and not you know, being courteous and well, all that. But you grew up in a very different situation. I did. There's no than... question about it. You also didn't have the phones to start with. Yeah, exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. what I'm saying is if you walk past someone and didn't make eye contact with them where I grew up, they got the impression you were afraid of them. And you don't want people that's to That's probably true. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Hey, you looked away because you're scared. Well, yeah, it's like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anytime, every time I'm out on a run, which is like four days a week, I wave at every single person. I walk by and I get a response from probably like a third of them. Yeah, I know. No, you're right. And it's mostly older people. That you don't wave say? at everyone? No I wave at every what? single everyone. person that I run by. Yeah. It's mostly older it's people that friendless. don't? Mm-hmm. God, for me, it's all young people that don't just, respond. Just do like we do with uh, Sage. Go, ahoy, matey. Ahoy, matey. <laughs> I just always do. I run and I just always do a, and a smile. I, a uh, hand and a smile. I, I talked about Sage this morning because we are talking. The balloon? Uh, the, oh, no, the balloon. <laughs> How did the balloon thing end up, Alex? Oh, Mom and I just left. Well, I mean, the balloon popped right in his face. I know it did. Yeah, so it was he was fun. scared and then also upset that he lost his balloon. Well, first of all, his first balloon floated up to the ceiling. Yeah, it was a rough <laughs> go with the balloons for a while. And then he was like, how about this? How about this? And this is when he's always coming up. He says that when he's coming up with oh, the how plan. About this? How about how this? How about this? Yeah. How about this? He does say that. And then he was like, when we get home, you go buy us more balloons. Mm. What a great idea. And I was like, Good negotiator. I was like, we'll just see. Just relax. But Dan had to do a Target curbside pickup anyway, so I just added a balloons. you know $1 pack of balloons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to keep you too amused. And Fawn still has her one. But then I gave him another balloon, and they've still been bringing them so much joy. Mm. Good. So you, he so did, you did give him another balloon? Yeah, because Dan had to do a Target curbside pickup anyway, so I just added. Oh, a dollar pack of like 10 balloons well i was gonna go in and get him another one but dan told me not to well because he was screaming and he was screaming i mean he was screaming mostly because he was scared yeah because the balloon popped right in his face he was holding it like two inches from his face and it exploded right in his face that was loud too because i was was really loud and like his i i was in the like doing stuff in the trunk when it happened and i was looking right at him and he was just like Ugh, and then he started crying hmm. but people were laughing this morning because i was talking about and that i can't remember it's tony lee i think was talking about that that once in a while they get together and barbecue with their neighbors and blah 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 so i was talking about how well we get along with neighbors and then mentioned that you guys you and beth came over once in a while and blah 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 i said my favorite thing is when four-year-old sage is walking through the house and he goes 
I have to go talk to Susan and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> really? Gotta get ready to be with Susan. <laughs> I gotta get ready. And now she's to over be there watering her plants, oh, and he's hilarious. over there just chattering and chattering and chattering <laughs> to the neighbor. <laughs> just. <laughs> But I suppose that's pretty unusual to have neighbors like that that be well, we, together with them all the well, time. Well, he also gets like this thing where he wants to talk about something. Oh, yeah. And if he's told everybody, he needs to find a new person. New person and yeah. I don't know where he might get that from. <laughs> weird. Mm. When we also is, have... Is, is there anything all right with me today? <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's just a character trait, just, not a bad one. Yeah. You're hearing bad things. I didn't say bad things. No, not negative at all. And mm-hmm. he, we have neighbors that are wonderful, too, and they... I mean, sometimes I'm just like, where are our children? And Dan's like, they're with Ann and Brad somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) Ann and Brad somewhere. No, you do. You have really nice neighbors. They'll run over to, yeah. We have a really good setup of neighbors. And Dan's always talking about, like, when it turns over, because a lot of them are older. Right. Mm. He's Uh like, it would be nice if there are families... Younger families. Oh, so he wants everybody to die. But no, but then he's like, I wish all these geezers would die. No, that's not, no. He's just like, I mean, it is, they're at the age where in the next. Question five number two, to why do you years. need old people, Alex? No. <laughs> yeah, they're getting to the that? age in the next five to ten years. That's what happens. I don't think they're going to die. I think they'll just be like, move I don't out. want to take care of this house anymore yeah. Yeah, and move true. somewhere smaller. It's generally how those things go. And so we're like, oh, it'd be nice when if we have like younger families move in because everybody around us is an original owner of their house. That was they were all built in like the mid '80s, but at the same time, we'll be sad to see them go because they're all so wonderful. They are. You have a really nice. Neighborhood. That's how our neighborhood is. It's all either old people or young couples with kids. We don't have hardly any younger kids. There are some couples no? down the street There's with like teenagers of, and stuff. But tons of really young kids in our area. We have three. <laughs> That'll change. Yeah. It'll change eventually. That's it's what, how humans work. That's what I'm saying. But then I'm also sad because our neighbors are wonderful. Well, see, that's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Andy, you get, you like you like your neighbors a lot too, don't you? Uh, we don't really talk to our neighbor neighbors. Oh, you don't? I don't really know why. But when we go into town, we know people in town. Yeah, see, it's, that is a nice downtown area. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of Long Prairie where I was born. No doubt about it. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift to sell.com because life is expensive enough. God, let me ask you a question. What, okay. You had something to say? I was going to ask you, going back to the, when you were talking comedian, you said 35 years ago, comedians fixed the, the world with their comedy. 35? What what time period are you talking Late about? Late 80s. Late 80s. That's when I was born. Okay. Hmm. What comedians did that in the uh, late 80s? Richard Pryor. Hmm. Okay. No, I, I'm just telling you. 
stand-up comedy in theaters saved America because everybody oh, hated when everybody it's the theaters. else. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, t- I'm just. The big shows you. were like the early '90s, weren't they? Yeah. Okay. That's how it kind of Chris all Farley? developed. <clears throat> Did Farley have a big, big shows? He was in movies. Oh, movies. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think that was a big. It was part like of the Dane Cook, movies. and it was yeah, yeah right. I mean, Dane Cook was huge. huge. It was monsters. Yeah. Still has the biggest crowd ever at uh, X Target. Target. Dane Cook. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He had. He Dane was. Cook, huh. Yeah. He was huge. Yeah. And then he spent all his money. Yeah, his brother you, stole it. Do you know one joke? Oh yeah. Do you know like one Dane Cook joke? Yeah, I, like, I, know. You know, I, know. I never. I was yeah, never I a Dane Cook yeah, fan. I, I don't know anything that would be like, oh yeah, that's a Dane Cook joke. No. Well, no. Dane Cook's one of those comedians. You're like, oh yeah, Dane Cook. It's like you forget about him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you ever hear what happened to his money, Alex? Yeah, his brother was like his, his brother his, took it. Yeah. Yeah. And buried it and won't tell him where it is. Oh yeah. It's mm. <laughs> like what the hell. What do you mean by that? I buried your money, and I'm not going to tell you where it is. That's very, very odd, don't you think? Surprised he hasn't gotten a visit from a nice gentleman with a bat. Well, that's yeah. true. You wouldn't want to kill him though, because he knows where it's because he buried. knows where the, he knows <laughs> He's where the got money kind is. of insurance policy there. God, I that's just true. You can't kill him. I'm looking at the headlines again today. We got some barn burner. Does anybody get along? Not if you read the news. <laughs> no, if you read the news, you can, you're absolutely right. If you read the news, nobody gets along with anybody else. You got Roger Stone asked people to donate to Alex Jones. Yeah. Okay, is who it, is Alex Jones and what did he do? I he mean, had a talk a, show. Yeah, it was a talk, uh, shock jock type yeah. talk show that, you know. And what did he do? Something about Sandy Hook? He yes. said it didn't exist. Or he said that Sandy Hook never happened. Who it said never that? happened. Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. I don't know. And so the parents sued him. Is he on a radio station? What does he do? He's just Alex Jones. He was nationally syndicated, yeah. 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 Uh, he had a lot of money. A lot of money. And he oh. also knew that they were turning the freaking frogs gay. So, that's you got to tell her that what? story. Hey, what? That was one, that's one of his like most famous quotes. Yeah, they're turning the freaking frogs gay. Um, <laughs> there, there okay. was like there was some. Ex- I look. I can't even see your face, but I can see the look. <laughs> on what does this face. mean? There were there were there was some experiment that actually happened where they I don't know if they injected frogs with something, but they turned frogs gay. <laughs> So, okay. All right. Well, I think the sure. idea is that they it. could turn people gay, yeah. which oh. would be depopulating the earth. Depopula- depopulation is like a big Concern thing. of yeah. some people. What yes. do they want to depopulate the earth? Too so, many people using too many resources? They don't oh. want, well, yeah, carbon true. emissions. Are Even very if everybody carbon. were gay, they could still They could, but they kids. probably wouldn't. Oh, are you kidding me? There are tons of, yeah. Every gay couple I know wants a family. Yeah, mm. that's true. So, so he was off ordered to pay what forty nine point five million dollars. I think I something like that. I think Fine. it bankrupted the whatever his TV or whatever radio his network, network Info is, right? Wars. Info Wars. That mm-hmm. what it was called. It was I've called. never heard him. I've never even heard his show. Is he on? In this I haven't market? heard it. It's kind of yeah. shocking that they could get that kind of a settlement over somebody's. Viewpoints uh, no, on not. anything is yeah, it was a political trial. He went way yeah, over the he, top. He though. damaged the parents, and he, he did. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're lying. I mean, these people lost children, and he said, "No, you didn't. You're lying." Yeah. Oh, well, then. Yeah, why would he so do that? Why would they let him do that? Because he made so much money. I don't know it. why, of all things, you'd pick out Sandy Hook to I know. decide. I'm yes, go after Sandy seriously. Hook, of all of them. I know why. Why go after is not true. I think I'll go after that one. Makes no sense. I don't. I don't know. Makes no sense. 
Okay, here's th- three headlines. We got Roger Stone asked people to donate to Alex Jones. Uh, Roger Stone is who? He was the advisor. Trump's to buddy or something. Trump's isn't it? advisor on military. Or... Then you got Mark Milley, top U.S. general, vowed to fight Trump from the inside. He's a complete loser. He is a complete loser. And it's not because it's Trump or anything else, but no, he's just if a you're moron. the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, you don't turn on any president, no matter who it is. That's not a good idea. Well, he's also really not fond of white people. Who, Mark Milley? Yep. Well, is he going to white people suck? Oh, yeah. Well, he's white. It doesn't matter. How about fat white guys? Yes, specifically them. He's kind of fat. No, you can just tell by when he talks, he's a massive pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, you don't want to be doing that. I don't care if you hate Trump. You're uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You do what you're told. Right? You'd think. I would think so. Liz Cheney reveals her thoughts on DeSantis. Boy, nobody's getting along. These are all real headlines from Newser. Nobody's getting along here. Is, is that ever going to happen, you think, again? You think we'll ever get along again? They're making too much money off of it. That's exactly the problem, isn't it? Political division makes a lot of money. It does. It certainly does. Just look at Alex Jones. Did he really? But he didn't have the forty-nine million to pay off, did he? He had way more than that. Yeah, I think Does he had he a lot. Really? Hundreds of like millions. Rushed and made a lot of money doing what he was doing. He didn't yeah. make that much money, did yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Well, he, not only did he have his radio show or podcast or whatever the hell it was. I don't know if it was actually ever syndicated. I don't think it was. What is it? But Alex I don't. Jones? Yeah, it was syndicated. It was yeah. syndicated. It was. Oh, yeah. Well, he had that. But he also has a line of products. He has like water filters, um, oh, he does. water yeah, purification. He has deal. supplements, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. He made tons of money. Purification. Yeah. Well, there's fluoride in the water. You got to get rid of it. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, people think that it affects your IQ. Mm-hmm. What fluoride? Mm-hmm. Does it? Maybe that's why. I if you look so at non-fluoridated <laughs> countries versus fluoridated <laughs> countries and compare the IQs, it's not well, even close. Well, but that's. Correlation isn't causation, Andy. Correlation is always causation. No, it's not. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. 100% mm-hmm. of the time. Well, here's another one. <clears throat> Man who attacked Asian family in Sam's Club gets 25 years. Why would you attack a family Maybe at they were Sam's Club? Grabbing the last thing of granola bars that he wanted. <laughs> well, it's the same guy, the Apple Valley, uh, Apple River guy. You know, it's yeah. like, why do you do these things? Because you're crazy. That's probably the good answer. <laughs> now they're saying that, that he's claiming that he was terrified and that's why he did it. Yeah, terrified? that he was being called a the pedophile and that he right, was right. responding to that. But I don't think I, I don't think anybody else had weapons except for him, so he's going to have a problem, I believe. Yeah, he had a knife. Well, right the here. weird thing is he punched a guy... While holding a knife in the other hand. Very yeah, odd thing to do. It is kind of odd. Yeah, self-defense claim an Apple River case could hinge on weapons, suspects' fears. The 52-year-old prior Lake man told authorities that he had acted in self-defense on July 30th when he fatally stabbed a Stillwater teenager and wounded four other people. Oh, I didn't know he killed one of them. Yeah, yeah he, he died. Yeah, yeah, he killed one. Oh, yeah, yeah that's not a good thing to do. No. He says they were a threat because they were Chinese and... Could spread the disease around. Oh, right. So I didn't hear that he went that far. He didn't really yes. say that, did the he? The DOJ said he did. So yeah, but they were Ch- they were Asian. They were Asian. But that's you just I said he they were was Asian. Asian. No, he, no, he was. Um, he said a Chinese family. 
He was oh. uh, Hispanic. <clears throat> Are we? T- we're talking about the. We're not the Apple Apple River. We're talking about no. The, no, the Sam's Club. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. It's like which one were you on? <laughs> the Sam's Club thing that you literally Club. just talked about. No, right. But we start talking about Apple River. River. Well, it was that, mentioned. So. It wasn't. Didn't seem like we were so, completely talking. So the guy who punched him with a knife in his hand was that at the Sam's Club? That was or? Sam's Club. Okay. Okay. Whatever. The Apple River guy was just some lunatic attacking teenager. Yes. I don't think we have any idea why he did it, and yeah, I don't think we ever will. Yeah, because he was called the pedophile is what his claim is. He yeah. hired, the uh, lo- he hired he Rittenhouse. Says. He was lawyers. afraid. So I wasn't talking about, what's the other one? He's I wasn't not going to get Rittenhouse prosecutors, though, is my bet. <laughs> so it's oh, you're, talking it. about, you're talking about the guy, the, the young man who attacked the Asian family. Yeah. Yes. That's the Sam's that's Club what, one. That's, that's what Andy was talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So He's afraid it. of them because they were Chinese and they can spread the disease. Spread mm-hmm. what disease? Uh, COVID. Probably COVID. Yeah. This COVID. was right at the beginning the, of what is COVID it, the, when uh, everyone China was... China disease or the... What was he called? China it? virus? Oh, China, China virus. virus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Kung yep. flu? The Kung flu. Now no, we're talking. Yeah. Romance flu. of the three symptoms? Oh, God. There's literally a thousand of those floating around the internet. Yeah. I would imagine. It's I've heard them all. True. Are we done with Dad's questions, or did he? I think so. That's you just fine. had the two. So, I mean, no, there are like three. Four of them. The guy you want to interview that's dead is Ali, right? That's who you want yes. to interview. You never got to yeah, interview. The guy who is dead, yeah. I would love the to have interviewed Muhammad Ali. <laughs> the guy who's dead, you know. And he actually did. Harvey McKay got Muhammad Ali to sign a boxing glove for, right. for mm-hmm. him, which was very, very cool, I thought. You should have that thing, like, put in epoxy or something, because that... It's starting to fade. The signature is not doing well after yeah, all these... I'll just go over it with a shirt. Have you ever interviewed Mike Tyson? Yeah, a long time ago. Long time yes. ago. Okay. He, was, he was doing some charity function or something. Mm-hmm. Interesting fella. Yeah, he's a... I don't know if I'd want to piss him off. Did you no, know... hell no. Did you know for the time he was 12 years old, the grown men in his neighborhood didn't want to mess with him? Of course not. 12 years old. And he, he, <laughs> that one fight they show where he just goes out and destroys <laughs> the guy in like 12 seconds. That was Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks, yeah. yeah. That was Michael yeah. Spinks, yeah. I mean, he was just at, at one point, he was a height of just, just lock him up, pull him out, go fight. It's unbelievable. He was crazy. It was nuts. Well, a lot of males are fully like. They're as tall as they're going to get at 12, 13. I was pretty yeah. much there by the time I was 13, yeah, right? True. As far as height tall. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. You don't I was extremely out, lanky, but I was... I would say 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Brain, I was in eighth grade. Your brain, though, was like still sex. Yeah, you know? well, there yeah, is Yeah, yeah. are pretty dumb. Yeah. But it was funny because when... But they know everything. When I was in eighth so grade, I grew to six foot one, and I was not the tallest kid in my class. Was it a girl? It was one girl and one boy. There you go. It was one girl. (laughs) Kathy Shimp was her name. Oh, I had a Kathy Olsen was taller than me, and I was so grateful (laughs) that I wasn't the tallest girl Uh, in school. Kathy Shimp was taller than me. Eighth grade is James Brown. Eighth grade's kind of when the summer you return to school, and all of a sudden the boys are taller than the girls. Like eighth, ninth grade. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool, actually. It's weird. Pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that that was kind of weird. You're six one, and you're not the tallest eighth grader. <laughs> That's kind of weird. We don't had an you eighth think? grader that was six four. God, isn't that amazing? I'm Ooh. telling you, people are getting really tall. Oh, there's women particularly are getting. I, look at girls are getting grinder. really we tall. Have, it's we weird. have a 15 year old niece that's six three. Yeah, it's super six, weird. Three. Mm-hmm. It's funny. There's a there's this movie called Tall Girl. It's about like how being a tall girl is so oh, yeah, hard. Yeah, we had her on the podcast. Yeah. She wrote a book. She's six yep. one. Yeah, 
There's like, it's like not yeah, even there's a million tall. girls taller than her, probably yeah. just in this state alone. How over six feet is still tall. Oh, but it dep- I mean, like yeah. if oh, she's yeah. in L.A. or something, then oh yeah, yeah. everybody's Minnesota- Minnesotans are tall. Yeah, they are. Chicago too. Walking around Chicago, I'm always amazed at how tall people are there. I mean, seriously tall. Midwesterners, I guess. Scandinavians and Germans. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah, that is what it is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Although Doug Sprintel, he's all English, right? And he's like six four or something. Yeah, you see that tall? He's, he's, he's pretty, pretty tall. Six four. Yeah, I think he was six four. No, he, he with the six back four. surgery, he's now yeah, six two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. No. They had to remove part of his spine. You know. Ugh. Well, he's all no, spineless. You can't. Thank you no, I know. I'm just How like, do you no, remove just, what doesn't exist? No, just back surgery just sounds like. Ugh. I know. Yeah, Melissa's dad had it, and it was ugh. extremely rough. It makes me like. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds horrible. Anyone all surgery that's ever... is awful. Eh. No. I don't know. No, you don't think so? It's not all surgery. I had a chunk of my back taken out, and that was fine. Yeah, book club. <laughs> book club. Drinking club. Oh, my gosh. The book yeah, that we're reading club, exactly. for this It deserves book a clap. Club. It's so good. Really? It's so good. It's so good. It's what called is? House in the Cerulean Sea. It's awesome. If you're looking for a fiction book to read, I am halfway through it, and I'm so far just absolutely loving it. Hmm. What's it about? Um, it's about life in the Cerulean Sea. It's about life in the... Would no, it's... I didn't know what it was about going into it. It was recommended to me by two people, and I was like, sure, I'll read it, and I like reading books not knowing what they're about. Um, Darling, but it's this guy named Linus works for the center in charge, no, department in charge of magical youth. And he's a caseworker, so he goes to all magical youth is basically in, they're all in orphanages. And he goes to the orphanages if there's complaints and makes sure that everything's running smoothly and the children are being well taken care of. And so are we talking all that literal kind of magic? It's like, or no, like it's like metaphor, they have, Harry Potter books. There's like no, they no, they're not like witches and wizards. Oh, they're like okay. gnomes and oh. like part bat and have a uh, tail and can make things float with their brain and can shift into a pomeranian and stuff like that. Um, and so he is just like this really boring guy that doesn't do a whole lot and he just does his work, goes home, does the same thing every night, and they hire him to do a extremely top secret evaluation of an orphanage and they're like you can't tell anybody anything about anything and you're going to be there for a month and you have to write us weekly reports about what's going on and it's I don't know it's just really really what's good what's it called? The House in the Cerulean Sea Cerulean Ceru- where's Cerulean Sea? it's just the color the color of it is no, Cerulean because he like he lives mm-hmm. in the city and he has this okay. mouse pad next to his desk and it's of the ocean and it says don't you wish you were here and he had these big dreams of going to the ocean and then he finds out that this orphanage is on the ocean but in the ocean they're all Cerulean was something else no Cerulean well it's, it's a, a color is it a color comic book it's a city from it a... Pokemon is it oh maybe oh that's yeah that, that would yeah. be where I, I, there's yeah. something yeah that's Unironically, what you were thinking. Of. Well, yeah, I, with the boys, I used to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Stuff. I yeah. don't like. I, was I, always, now, but, I always think of the devil. Uh, what's your Prada. favorite starter? Did yeah. you Did you pick Bulbasaur? No. Um. Let's see. Um. 
don't remember what David had and what Thomas oh God, that had. That was like what, twenty had, years ago. Yeah, yeah. They, they both had their own little. They, David Saints. actually uh, went to the state championship in that. Wow, I was he, never that. All. I caught well. them all. I caught them all in the first generation, yeah. but I never yeah. like battles and that kind of thing. I never took seriously. So I think whatever became Charizard, whatever Charmander, Charmander, Charmander. that's where Charmander. David I think started, and then Thomas started with something that was blue. If I Blastoise, remember. a Squirtle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> the one I picked. But I knew the Cerulean meant yeah, you something. Heard the word, well, it's a very rare word. As soon as she yeah. said Cerulean Sea, that's the first thing I thought of. I, I was like, oh, I, I thought of the like Devil Misty. Wears Prada when I first read it because in Devil Wears Prada, Meryl Streep yells or like gives this one, the main character in the movie, a big schooling on how she's like you think fashion doesn't affect you this lumpy sweater you're wearing is cerulean and then she goes back about like when oh, cerulean right. became popular and mm. why she found it at like a tj maxx because it was all because of the people sitting in that room and stuff and did you ever talk to meryl streep many many years ago. actually um the deer hunter huh wow wow it is a while Holy ago cow. Yeah. never even heard of that i feel wow. like you wouldn't enjoy her these days Nah, she might have Isn't she kind of annoying? Well, well, yeah, she got very she, annoying. Mamma Mia, though. Yeah. Everybody, everybody oh that gets that famous becomes incredibly annoying. That's true. Without fail. And I was trying to think of where was, I was working when that was. When well, did that movie come out, Andy? Was that Deer Hunter, Hunter, Hunter was like in the 70s. Isn't it was it? 78. 78. 78, yeah, there yeah. you go. So I was at, I, you know what? I was probably at WAPE in Jacksonville then. Wow. The Big Ape? The Big Ape. Um, okay, I need some votes from you guys because we only have five minutes left of the show. We also here. have voting. We got the primary tomorrow. So if you're in Hennepin County, there's the county attorney's race if you're a Democrat. And if you're not, then it doesn't matter. County and attorney. You also got Congress. So County attorney. Well, they, they Are there two, two get picked to go to the general election. Right. So Is one yeah. better than the other? I like Ryan Winkler. I've known I do, too. He's Ryan's been here, so I'll vote for him. So that's Ryan's a great guy. Choices. And then there are also Congress tomorrow, too. Is it primaries for every county or just, just ten? It would just be whoever has a contest. So oh, okay. Like yeah. normally, there, normally, there's a couple judiciary primaries around the state. There's mm-hmm. not a single one in the whole state. Really? There's one, there's huh. one competitive race in the whole state. Well. And there's no... Court of Appeals. There's no Supreme Court. There's Sounds nothing. like Minnesota politics. It does, well, yes. Historically, I've always nothing had happens. on our committee. We've had about 14 to 15 races a year. We had to look at, but this year there's nothing. Huh. So who's going after your buddy Keith Ellison? There is he the well, he, county attorney? I think somebody's going against him he? in the primary. But are, the big yeah. thing will be the there's three guys going for the Republicans that are that oh, okay. the winner of that will end up going against him in the. And what in does the he general. do? What's his, what's his title? He's again? a Attorney, uh, Attorney General. He was Skip Humphrey's position. So is that just for the whole state? Yeah, for the whole. He's the governor's lawyer. He's the governor's lawyer. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he and I don't know. I just the, re- the reason I bring it up is because I was dialing around on the on the radio and that there were people going after Ellison saying that he needs to go away or I don't he doesn't need to go away. I think he does. I don't know anything about the guy. Okay, so I'm gonna I want to ask three questions. Okay. Who is the most angry country in the world, the most angry nation in the world, the least angry nation in the world, and where does the United States come in? Least is Antarctica. Least, least is. I, I'd go you know, I'd have to agree least. with you on that. Denmark is I'd always voted. Yeah, I would have gone Switzerland, too, but I'd go not. Switzerland. It's not Switzerland. Denmark huh? is always voted the happiest country in the world. It's got to be like, like Denmark or again. Greenland or Iceland. Uh, okay, well, here's, you want to do least angry first? 
Yeah. Least okay, angry. the USA comes in 71st in the anger rankings. I don't doubt it. Well, but I'm actually surprised we're that question? high. That was the third question. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you just answered. What? You answered the third question. No. Where's US, USA well, in it all this? Because it doesn't matter. Well, it does. It was the third question. But okay. But you would have not guessed it was 71st. <laughs> I would have. I, I was had it in his head. I got it locked in at 71. I was going to say 72. Just do it. Okay, you want to go least angry or most angry? Well, we're going to go least first. That's the one we gave a run at. Okay. How about that little country? In Italy, the that uh, the Vatican City. Oh, Vatican City, yeah. <laughs> yeah there you they're go. not angry. There's yeah. actually a lot of crime because of all yeah. the tourists. So, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Number five of the least angry nations in the world would be the Netherlands. Okay. Okay. Then Portugal. Okay. Cool. Got to be calm. Your, your, your outfit. Where did that come from? Your outfit. <laughs> Estonia, huh. which is one of the three Baltic yeah. nations. That's very interesting. Chile. Uh, what a Mauritius? What is Mauritius? Mauritius? That sounds like a magical place. I was going to say, it sounds like a zone in Final Fantasy. I've never even heard of Mauritius. How do you spell it? M A U R I T I U S. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. It's in Africa. Is it in Africa? I didn't know it was pronounced Mauritius. Good for them. And then what's Mauritius? Mauritius. That's how they say it, Mauritius? Mauritius. Okay, the least angry country in the world is Finland. Finland? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which would make sense. Our friends are kind of big and, you know, ornery at times. (laughs) Yeah, well, they are big people, aren't they? They're big. Yeah, they drink a bit. Most angry nations. Most angry. Let's see. Not uh, one of them's a surprise. Let's I will see. Tell Russia's <laughs> on Russia's got to be on no, there. No, Russia's not on it. No? Really? No. How about, let's see, most angry nations. Most angry. Who you will not be surprised nations. by any of the five. Mm. Well, I'm trying to come up with somebody. So if I'm, Russia's not yeah. on it. Yeah, Russia's so not on Europe. On. How about China? Germany? Is Germany one of them? No. No, Germany's not one of them. China? Um, nope. What the hell? Okay, just. About, let's see. Uh, South <laughs> Africa? Nope. I'd be pretty angry if I lived there. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know. I got I need two more guesses, and then we'll... <laughs> two more guesses, and we'll land <laughs> out there. Two more guesses. Let's see. Angry nations. It's not those that we've already Saudi Arabia. Um, well, you're Ukraine. getting much closer. Yeah. Oh, that, oh yeah. so like... Um, Iraq? Like yeah. Iraq or Iran? Iraq, Iran. Or Israel? Iraq is fourth. Israel? Okay. Nope. Not Israel. Iraq is fourth. Afghanistan is fifth. Oh. So you got Afghanistan, mm-hmm. you got Iraq, then you got three more. I totally forgot about the Middle East. They're all I know. Be I, East, yeah, I just was they're like, they're all Middle East. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so, okay. so well, United Arab Emirates or uh, Armenia. Ar- Armenia. Armenia. That's not, that's that's not in there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, Turkey. Huh. Turkey, yeah, they've yeah. got a lot of financial issues. Yeah, they do. Yeah, get a mess. But number one doesn't surprise me in the least. Lebanon. 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 Of all of them, I, Lebanon's it's, pretty been quiet for the last. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> they're the most angry nation on earth. <clears throat> I don't so know anything about Lebanon except their food is good. I went to the performance arts high school that I went to had a brother and sister that were Lebanese. Well, northeast Minneapolis for a long time had a huge Lebanese community. I don't know then, if it's still uh, there. I wonder what the United States is. 71, maybe? Yeah. I would guess 71. You might be right. How many total are there? What's the total mm-hmm. number? Uh, 196, I think. Yeah. 196? 
so countries in the world? Something like that, yeah. Close to the but middle. I was surprised Switzerland wasn't among the happiest. Right. Well, was it happiest or least angry? Yeah, yeah least that's Well, that's true. Angry. That's not that's happiest. You're right. It's least yeah. angry. Yeah, you're They're right. happy yeah. and angry at the same time. they got to stay neutral. might be up there in the happy ones. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> Jamaica's not doing so hot lately. But the people are like, whatever. It's all good. Whatever. It was so weird when I found out in Jamaica, people get killed there all the time. Tourists get killed there all the time. It's not a good place to be. Why are they doing that? They're Who do you think supports them? Mm-hmm. Tourists. They don't care. Yeah. Well, they're not going to survive if they keep up this up. There's right? not. Are there that many Americans that get killed though? The, they have been, but I don't know. About yeah, that. I think that I think the number of Americans plays a big role in the in the old impact. You know the weirdest thing, Dominican Republic. You go to Dominican Republic, you play a little golf, Ooh, and yeah. you go over there by the mountain range. My caddy says, you see that mountain range there? If anybody comes over from Haiti over that mountain range, they will not live one minute. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll, like kid- <laughs> Holy they'll kidnap people over there all oh, yeah. the time. All I mean, the time. You know, all yeah. these different baseball players that had family yeah. kidnapped, and it's like, uh, yeah. They just kill everyone. So, mm-hmm. You come across the mountain range, you're dead. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to do Look at all the things you learned today. Yeah, quite the day. And but, tomorrow's the primary, so go vote. Primary and who? What are the big races again? Oh, big races in Hennepin County are the county or the uh, county attorney and Congress. Those are the two big Congress. ones locally, as far as that goes. Other than that, there's not. I, I don't know that there's that many primaries around the state that are that big a deal. Right so now. no, I got to ask you one question on the way out the door here. Okay. The the, the package that just passed Senate is now. I think it's may have been passed by the House by now. I don't know if they're voting today. I think they're voting today on that, aren't they? I think. The division again, everything is so divided now. The division again, whether this is great or this is horrible, is very wide. Yeah, that's true. What, why is that? Why can't we agree on anything anymore? Mm-hmm. Remember when the politician's job was to work for the people? Yeah, well, they used to work together or they used to get along, and there's groups yeah. that just can't get along with each other at all. They just can't. You know, so. it's really unfortunate. Here, we'll, we'll try it out. Did you go see the squad this weekend since they were in town? I didn't know they were in town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they were? were? Yeah, they were. Yeah, I see she, them on TV all the time. She had the squad in for, for a fundraiser this weekend. Who did? Uh, the, the Congress, uh, Iman. She had. She Iman. had the, Oilan Omar? Uh, you know, yeah. She doesn't look too good in the race, does she? No, I don't know. We'll see. That's what I had heard. Anyway. I don't know anything about it. It's not my area. But, um, you know, it's kind of funny. I did notice that, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the woman's name in New York, the young Spanish woman? AOC. Oh, AOC. AOC, yeah. <clears throat> she she runs ton. One thing I don't like about her commercials is she goes, literally, all Republicans are bad. Well, yeah, of course. Well, no, they're not. I mean, all Democrats are not bad, and all Republicans are not bad. It's a stupid argument. Yeah, the whole... Well, it's a stupid argument from a stupid person. Well, there you go. But she runs all of her commercials on very, very youth-oriented TV shows. Oh, yeah. That's how she gets her votes. She 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 played Among Us on Twitch, Mm -hmm. so that should tell you something. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, so that's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? 
Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding plans. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Does anybody know our guest today is coming on in 10 minutes? Does anybody know if his name is Jesus or Jesus? I'm, I'm guessing Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, I would guess Jesus. Safe, yeah. I just want to figure it out. I just wanted to ask before I just jumped ahead, you know what I mean? It all works out in the end. You know, <clears throat> it's kind of interesting we have a guest named Jesus on today. Whereas that uh, when our house burned down at 2955, Russell with, that came up this morning on the show, remember the one thing that survived? Everything in the house burned to a crisp. Mm-hmm. One thing did not. And my sister Vicky owns it. It's in her house right now. Photo of Jesus. Well, the Last Supper. The Last Supper, yeah. Oh. This is a picture of the Last Supper. It wasn't oh, even that s- Jesus, not, I thought Jesus the soccer player. No, Sepulveda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Sepulveda, his picture was still up there, no question the about it. The Last Supper. He's good to go. Yeah, the Last Supper. I mean, it wasn't even singed. It just was fine. You should have enshrined it and made it a, a, a local a local visiting spot. So in other words, I can make money off it like everybody else. <laughs> We're going to make money off of your misery. What do you think of that, actually? So was that a fire up in Dayton? No, it's 2955 Russell Avenue North. Oh, this was family. This is when you're... Now, you have to remember, I've had three fires in my life. Yeah, 
Yeah. We had, we had, mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's on me. What do these all have in common? We'll, we'll play Thursday uh, <laughs> Street today. <laughs> these are three stories. What do they all have in common? Yeah, hate, Tom, Catherine, Tom. hate Catherine's horses. No. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. But, yeah, when I was a little boy, I think I was like eight, our garage burned down at 914 14th Avenue North. Did rats come out? No rats. No rats. Okay. Twenty nine fifty five. That the house had had rats. Well, I can't say the, the address of the house that had rats because it's still there. So I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to curse the people who live in the <laughs> I house. I think the rats may have died by now. <clears throat> They'd be different rats. But they might still be different rats. Exactly yeah. right. Actually, there were two on the same block. But you know. But in any case, the homes I just talking. You're about? talking about fires and how many you started. Oh, fire, oh yeah. So so how many I started? <laughs> yes. Thank you. So 914 14th Avenue North, which is no longer there. It's an empty lot now. Matter of fact, the entire block was torn down, which was interesting. Uh, then 2955 Russell Avenue when I was in seventh grade. That burned to the ground. Actually, it's not true because it was stucco, so the out, outer shell of the house stayed standing. The huh. entire house was yeah. gutted by uh-huh. fire. Well, that'll happen. And then our barn in 1995 burned down. Well, we had just literally walked into our hotel, our hotel with the family in in Hawaii. Hawaii, yep. And the uh, first thing we get is, hey, your barn just burned down. It's like, wow. God. That's the last time we were there. You know how hard it is to start a fire in your barn when you're in the air on the way to Hawaii? It's not easy to do. Oh, it's the first yeah. thing they did was, you know, try to basically eliminate us from arson. Mm-hmm. That was Paul Majors. Remember Paul, Paul Majors? Majors went on the air and yeah, Paul Majors about... started. No, Paul Majors was <laughs> just saying, saying, yeah, well, that's right. That's the way he put it. He said, he said, you can't blame me. I know I'm battling with the guy, but I didn't burn his barn garage or barn down. <laughs> he said that. I don't. I don't yeah, even. He said that I on didn't the even air. know that. <clears throat> so what's the block now that's burned down, that got demolished? What is it now? The, you mean the, oh the nine fourteen or twenty nine fifty five? They're the, both torn down. Okay, what are they now? <clears throat> um, one's supposed to be at nine fourteen Fourteenth Avenue North. That entire block was was torn down, and it's supposed to be a park, but there's nothing in it. No it's just park. an empty lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be a park. Maybe okay. there's one bench. I don't Let's know. Find out. <clears throat> 14th, 14th Avenue Northeast or Southeast? North. north. Uh, 14th Avenue North. And what's no. the other there one? it is. Okay. What got do you it. got? Let's go on Google Street View. Take a look-see. It's an empty lot. The entire block is empty. Um, <clears throat> you got it? 914. Would that be on the north or the south side? It would be on the south side of the block toward Plymouth Avenue. South side. Here's the intersection. Well, actually, here. it'd be the west side because we're we're on the west side of the block. It is a large building of some sort. Not on not on not there. It's not across the street. It is. No, there. Uh, it's like an industrial warehouse or something. I just drove by it the other day. It's an empty. The entire block is still empty. Well, get so a one, it's a block right next to it. Does have a warehouse on it? Fourteenth Avenue North. No, both sides have <clears throat> buildings. There's no empty lots. One of the two, two. It was between Bryant and Dupont. What is this intersection? This intersection is, if I can even see. Because there's no Colfax down there. That's why it's not Bryant and Colfax. It's Bryant. North Second Street. No, you're. That's not even close. Well, that's about three blocks to the east. Nine fourteen Fourteenth Avenue North. Yeah, it's. Just look for the corner of. I don't think there is a nine four nine nineteen or nine one four fourteenth Avenue. Well, there isn't because the whole block is empty. So That's Bryant what I'm and Dupont, you said. 
Uh, no, it would be 14th and Bryant or 14th and DuPont. Those would be the, the, the streets, and then 15th on the other side. 14th, 15th, Bryant, DuPont. Hmm. That's the whole block there. In 2955, there's nothing there. It's just an empty lot. There are houses next to it. But oh, that's here we go. Line. Oh, you got There's it? DuPont. You got it? Oh, yeah, I uh, see what you mean. What? It's basically just like a big open field. It's a big open field, that's all it's it is. It's like yeah. a soccer field or something. I think we're going to turn it into a to, a to a park, but they never came across with the dough. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's what they were trying to do. So we got Jesus coming up in a couple of minutes. So what's yep. the other block? Which one? This other one, because oh, it's twenty nine fifty five. Yeah, Russell Avenue North. So what? What? What's that now? That's just an empty lot. It's between awesome. two okay. houses, but it's an empty lot. Yeah, now. it sure is. <clears throat> so there you have it. You can buy it. It's for sale. The lot's for sale. The lot. Oh, yeah. the house next to it does not look great. Well, that's kind of. That's the, which one? Not the one in the corner. That's where Beth Schuneman lives. Yeah, the, the one on the corner. Really? Oh, well, Beth's... the uh, fence is falling down and has a bunch of. Tags on it, of course. Whoops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the old neighborhood. Yeah. Ladies look and gentlemen. Great. That was the block from 2955, 3015, and 3115. We lived in three different houses within one and a half blocks. We just kept moving north. That was something else. There's no question about it. But moving forward, ladies and gentlemen, moving forward. That's well, all we know. I can ask some questions from the listeners before uh, Jesus calls in. You answer some questions? Ask. Oh, you're asking for you. All right. Because on Fridays, we're doing questions for the family, basically. So people on Facebook can ask questions. Oh, okay. Last Friday was you, so people are asking you questions. Oh, God, here we go. Um, Why'd you hire Michael Bryant? That's the first question. Yep, that is the first question. It comes from his wife. (laughs) It comes from Um, Beth, exactly. Uh, let's see. If you could interview anyone alive, who would it be? Because you said people you would like to interview, but they're all dead. So, people I'd like to interview that are all dead. Somebody they're alive. Somebody who's alive that I'd like to interview. I don't even know. What well, you remember, would say. I took a pass on interviewing Paul McCartney face to face because I had to pick you up from school. Mm-hmm. But he's not uh, alive. Yeah, he Paul is. Paul McCartney's alive. He is. Paul John McCartney's Lennon's not. Yeah, Lennon's John, dead. Oh, right. Ringo and Paul are still alive. Ringo and Paul Although, arguably, alive. Paul's dead or, was the first one dead. Yeah, yeah, it was. So. That's true. That Twenty twenty-eight. If right? he's alive, he's only eighty. Yeah, Paul McCartney. Wow, I thought he would have been way older. No, he's huh. eighty. <clears throat> Indeed. Well, okay then. But well, yeah, I, I did. We have our guest, so you can think about that question. I can ask Jesus too. You can ask him. Who would you like to interview? Ladies and gentlemen, HBO Max comedy special, Mister Rough Life, to uh, be released as a part of their Entreno series. Is that how you say that? Hey, Zeus, how do you say that? Un- en- Entrenos? Well, I, don't, I haven't met you guys, but I can tell you guys are Caucasian and white and struggling with the Spanish. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. What do you mean I'm struggling with the Spanish? Wait a second. You were trying to pronounce it like it was French. That was, that's what it was. I, I felt like a waiter in Cancun trying to fix uh, people's order. Bebo's <laughs> Roncheres? Like, oh, wow. oh, we're not that uh, bad. <laughs> What, so no, it, no, no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> is it entreno? Yeah. How do you say but, uh, it? Entrenos. It, it, it's called entrenos. Entrenos. It, 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 it translates in between us. And it translates with uh, between us. Like, it's kind of like a oh, okay. between us, okay. you know? So. But you do pronounce yeah, your name. You, you, you pronounce your name Jesus, right? 
Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's a trick. Yeah, people call me Jesus. They don't know what to call me. Uh, Jesus is too much pressure for me. Uh, I don't make miracles like that. So Jesus is just fine. I would say that Jesus does put a lot of pressure on you. I don't think there's any question about that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I've heard, I've heard all the Jesus jokes. All the Jesus jokes, even when I was a kid. Oh, can you turn to slaughter it? Oh, I, I get that out of here. Boy, so, laugh it up. I heard them all. I uh, I will tell you what I did yeah. go to I did go to school uh, uh, grade school with a family, and their last name was De Jesus, but they pronounced it De Jesus because they got De sick Jesus. to death of telling people how to pronounce De Jesus, mm. <laughs> so they just went with yeah, De so Jesus. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that sometimes sometimes I have to go that route. I have to go just call me Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> just you know. call me. Some Jesus. people don't like it. Some people like. Be on stage and they pronounce me as Jesus. And like, I, I, you ain't Jesus. You ain't Jesus. Uh-uh. There's only one Jesus. They wanted the guy, and then it gets awkward. And it gets and awkward. That's how I start like that. Well, the yeah. great thing before we move yeah, on. What's from, going on? What was the question? What, what are you guys talking about? Well, I, talking about? there's one more thing I got to mention before we move on to the first question. Jesus, we got covered, and I don't know if you know this or not, but there's a very famous street in, in Los Angeles named after you. Did you know that? I did know that. I Sepulver did. And everybody Boulevard, gets, baby. Everybody, every, yeah, everybody tells me about Sepulveda Boulevard, and I'm just waiting for my check. That's all I want to know. Exactly. Do I get a check? If not, then I'm tired of hearing it. Okay, yeah, I'll never do it yeah, again, Jesus. Boulevard in Los Angeles. No, come on. It's a joke. I understand. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, new special talks a lot about the dynamic relationships between first and second generation Latinx sons, their families and their fathers, in addition to the acceptance of th- sometimes need for therapy to sometimes a need for therapy to deal with all our dramas. <laughs> hey, Seuss, what's that all about? You need therapy, do you? Oh, man. Oh, yes, I do. And uh, you look like, it sounds like you uh, grew up and you were one of these tough dads. And, and uh, they don't have tough dads like that no more. You go to the park and Dad's holding pillows just in case the kid falls. You know, <laughs> they thumbs up. That is true. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. They got organic orange juice now and nothing with no sugars on them. Capri Sun, get that thing out of here. It's killing our kids. I so you, uh, you know, different dads now. But yeah, I grew up with a tough dad, man. I grew up with a tough dad. And I, in my special, I talk about my upbringing, you know, how I, Latinos, we're known to party. You know, we have parties all the sure. time, but we party on. Like school night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. They bring us the kids, and we have to stay up as long as they do, and they will stay up till three in the morning sometimes. So, if you ever go to Latino parties, there's a newborn in the corner, like like fresh from the hospital. You know what I mean? Like newborn. <laughs> I they know got, what you're yeah, talking about. Because they got the hospital blanket on. You know, it's like, dude, get this kid out of here. You know, he should be here. But they even put him in front of the speaker. You know, the vibration of the music is crazy. Uh, so I talk about that I witnessed when I was a kid, uh, and how I, and then I take it to like a place where, um, towards the end of my special, where I, I go see a therapist, and and you know we talk, and I realize all these things of how I grew up and how things are affecting my life because of it. So I bring those ideas to my dad, and he didn't, he does not take it lightly. He, uh, you know, you want me to say sorry. But why, why? So there's a whole ordeal, and I want people to watch it. So please, uh, please do it. That that's pretty much the special about that I seen as a kid to where I'm at now. Asus, this could be kind of a coincidence here yeah. because I've talked about this many times on this show, yeah. and I do a morning show in town as well. 
the only time my father ever talked to me is when I would stand in front of the TV Uh-oh. and do stand-up comedy for him when I was like seven and eight years old. It's the only mm-hmm. time he ever talked to me. Wow, wow. That's actually really cool. So what do you it's think weird, of that? weird, sad. I mean, I feel, like a, I feel like giving you a hug. But, uh, <laughs> well, thank yeah, you. Then, I feel like you have communication skills for, for, uh, because of that. But, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, that's cool that you like comedy like that. I mean, were you any good? Uh, you know, I, I've been around for a while now, so it all worked out. In the, I, the thing about it is... Uh, that, that's enough said. <laughs> Once you said, well, the thing is, that's enough said. I know what the kind of uh, joke you said, and uh, you probably bombed a lot. That's all. That's what it sounds like. Well, no, seven years old is pretty sharp. You know, I used to watch uh, Johnny Carson, you know, learn from him. You know what I'm saying? Did, did you ever actually do any stand-up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, a couple of times I did. Hmm. And it, when I started attacking the uh, the crowd, they, they made me stop. <laughs> yeah, you suck. You know, it's one of those deals. See, I still like to yeah. do that, Jesus. Instead of people yelling out, oh, you suck, I would yell out to them, you suck first, so I'd beat them to the punch. You know what I mean? Self-preservation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So how did you get involved in income? Do you remember the, the, the very first time you thought, you know what, I think I'd like to be a comedian? Do you remember how old you were? Yeah. Seven years old. Um, so you were when seven. I said, oh, I want to be a comic or yeah, I would watch a lot of funny like uh, comedy movies, like uh, you know Jim Carrey, uh, like The Mask. Uh, everything, anything Jim Carrey was like what I was attaching myself to. I just wanted to be funny, funny faces, a lot of energy. You know, I had, had a, I was those kids in the '90s that had a problem, a mental disorder. They called it ADHD. <laughs> uh, my dad just called me being annoying. <laughs> yeah, I was like apparently that was an issue and a problem. Uh, so energy and. I came across uh, stand-up. I remember I was seeing somebody on TV, stand-up comedy, but it was in the, you know, Spanish, because my dad was um, watching it on TV, the Spanish channel, so it was a, a Mexican comedian. I saw him, and then I saw the mother of comedians, and then that just came to my head, so this guy just goes up there and talks for, like, an hour and tells jokes in the center of attention, something <laughs> that I was seeking. I was like, this is perfect for me. Because uh, as a kid, I was an attention whore for sure. I was. I was uh, when they were singing "Happy Birthday" to a cousin of mine. I was in the background, you know, taking off my shirt and making noises so I can get attention. So uh, yeah, so I started stand comedy at at uh, fifteen. After that, uh, yeah, the rest is history. I'm I'm here now because of it. Mostly, mostly, is there something that drove you to comedy? Is there one? Because like I said. For me to get involved mm-hmm. in talking in public and maybe throwing some jokes in once in a while, it was just to communicate with my father. Do you remember what that was at seven? You just said, I want to be a stand-up comic. Did you see somebody doing it or something? Yeah, I saw uh, this show called Que Locos. Um, and I, mean, that was, uh, uh, I saw Gabriel Iglesias, oh, sure. uh, George Lopez. Uh, Felipe Sparks. I saw them at a young age doing this, and, I, and they talked about my childhood stories. And I just thought they just clicked right there and said, "That's what I want to talk. I want to talk about what I'm seeing and, and, and what I'm going through." I just related so well to that, and I, I want I, about what I see and what happens around my house. And I just really like the idea, like I said, of being up on stage and having that type of center of attention. Like I just like that whole aspect of it so i just 
I, I just went for it. I went for it. You, you know what? One thing that I would say that helped me out a lot, though, that that was a blessing, was that Google came out um, because Hulu was like the thing. Not Hulu. I'm sorry. I mean, Yahoo was the thing. Right. Right. Like, the search engine that was the biggest thing, and then Google came out, and then they were telling us like you can search and ask them anything you want. Uh, so I did, and I said, "How do I become a comedian?" And I I read a bunch of articles, and people were saying just. Go to your local comedy club, and I typed it in, found one, and yeah, like I said, rest is I went for it and wanted to do it since I was a kid. So yeah, I did it, and I did it at 15 years old, and I never looked back. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of, were you terrified at 15 going up on that stage for the first time? Oh my god, yeah, so terrified <laughs> that I actually missed my first three open mics. Oh. I didn't know. Like I, I, I was, I was there. And I'll check this one out. Check this out. So, but I would do. I would sign up my name, and I would sit. Down, you know, uh, first coming up we have, and then George something, else, and then they said, "Hey, shoot the Boba," and then I just stood there, like I just froze. I never felt that, like being stuck in a chair, and I wanted to move, but I just couldn't. The fear wouldn't let me. And they just kept repeating my name, and they moved on to the next person. And I just felt like a failure. I was deflated. Oh, so, I can't so believe it. Were you just my dad sitting was there? Right, I am a loser. <laughs> yeah, I, was a loser. I, I felt like everything you said was right. He's like, you're never gonna be nothing in life. I'm like, how did you know? But felt so bad that you want to like go back up. This happened three times in a row until I finally. I yelled at by the club owner, and he said, listen, stop wasting people's time. Stop wasting the line of you taking the spot for somebody who really wants to do this. So mm-hmm. if you're going to go up, you better go up this time. And, you know, hearing that, I just, that scared me. When a, when a white person yells at me, I that's really scared me. <laughs> I had to be I'm a white guy. Oh, I don't know. When a white guy yells at me, I just pull out my, my, my birth certificate, and I don't know why. That's really like, I, I belong here. Like, awkward and accident. Very weird. I got to work. We're still working on that with my therapist, so. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, then yeah, I, I did terrible. Um, I'd go up there and experience what that felt like, and that, and, and you know, you got to go through your worst like fears to realize that it's not that bad, and that's right. what it was for me. I was like, you know what, this is not that bad. Yes, I bombed, but it's not that bad. Like where it's the end of the world and. No. I'm like I can do this. I, if that was the worst that could happen, it was okay. Then I'm fine. And yeah, after that, I was fearless. I was up there talking about everything. Dan Chesky's here from Dan Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou, with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dance Outside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. 
Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listeners? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank. When they were referred to us, we knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender you all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in mike lindell to give you a great night's sleep mike's latest incredible deal is on the giza dream sheets which you've heard me rave about before that's for sure these sheets are made from the world's best cotton giza they are ultra soft and breathable yet extremely durable right now the giza dream sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Hey, Zeus, the one thing I really didn't like about uh, you know, going up to a little opener for somebody or doing a little stand-up or whatever, you have this joke that you wrote, and yeah. you just think it's the greatest joke of all time, and this is going to kill uh, yeah. and then it gets <laughs> no response at all. That's a thrill. Like 80% of my joke book, right there. <laughs> I think they're all killers. <laughs> you go up there, you're just like, What happened? Stop, mm. buddy? But yeah, that, that, that's comedy, though. Comedy, you think it's funny for you, but you know, the people, you just have to learn what how they like it, and you have to find a rhythm and you have to read the room. It's very important. And, right. uh, it's all about timing. It's all about timing. Well, so, no question yeah, about it's that. Tough. It's a tough gig. Hey, yeah. Seuss, do you, do, you, do you see some trouble now? I mean, obviously, the last couple of years with the COVID, everybody was shut down and all the rest of it. And then we came back, and according to many, many people in America and the world now, nothing is funny. And if you make fun of anyone, you're a raging prick. Right. Well, I mean, that's if you have a, a, a you know, if you come in with a malice mentality, like if you come in with, like, a menace set and you want to like hurt people's feelings like yeah it's going to be a tough gig for you it's going to be a tough set uh i'm not that comic i don't go out there and attack people right uh i understand like these comics that they are like that and they are a little aggressive they're not trying to make you feel bad they're trying to find it that's their style and they're trying to make it funny Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes the timing's off. Sometimes it was a weird night for it. But I, I like people to understand that, that that's not what he's trying to do. He's right. trying to make you laugh. He just he had a, a bad go of it, you know? Don't take it personal. It was just a bad day at the office. Yeah, not big. That is. Right. You don't exactly. have to take, you know what I mean? You don't have to take his bad day and, like, put it online for him. Poor guy, you know? He's trying to put stuff out, so... But, yeah, like, as far as, like, being afraid of, like, going up there and speaking my mind, I'm not, like... I'm way more fearless than I was before. Uh, I'm way more willing to open up my thoughts even more. Like, I, I don't, I, I, you know, I'm not afraid of the cancel culture because culture, uh, it doesn't come from a, a bad place. It comes from, like, a place of 
I'm trying to express something. Right. And that's what the stage is for. The stage is for us trying to make it into a clever way. So, yeah, uh, I think a lot of comics are thinking that way, too. So right now, I'm, I'm not afraid to pick myself. And, you know, I, I really don't like to pay attention to, like, what people um, are saying. And they're putting more fear into what we're doing. And I don't have that. So, how, how did you yeah. get through COVID? What did you do during that time period? Uh, well, I even inside my house. Uh, no, I, I just COVID was a tough one because I wanted to. You know, the first week, you know, was like I can do a first week. This is great. Being lazy all day, I've, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> you know, like, I get to be in my PJs all day. Come on, that was a dream come true. So I was like, I was having a blast the first week. Uh, the thing I was quarantining with my girlfriend, so um, that was fun. But in you know, after two weeks, you're just like, okay, uh, can you just like go for a walk or something? I can't, I can't see your face. That's her talking, by the way. That's her talking. She's like I'm just sensing this. I'm like, what do you mean this? Yeah, like this is just bothering me. I'm like, she's me, my face. Like, what are you talking about? So uh, we had to learn how to like, you know be around each other for that long. You know, we were going crazy, but I try to, you know, do my best. I, I did comedy shows through Zoom. You did Zoom. heard of those? Yep. Oh, yep. you did? Yep. Okay. Oh, my God. Those were, talk about a hell gig. Those yeah. were the no. biggest hell gig. <laughs> no applause. I just, I never, like, I'm seeing them not caring for my stand-up. Like, uh, <laughs> having either... Like watching their faces be that tuned out was. I saw a guy look at the. He was watching TV and muted his computer just because you know someone forced him to be on on online. So uh, that was the worst. Yeah, uh, you know I never done comedy with you know with no pants. You know that was weird. That was the first for me. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, but COVID, I'm glad it's over, and I'm glad we're back to normal people because I was going crazy for a little bit. I can understand yeah. that. No, but we, but, yeah, but we made it. We made it. Well, it's interesting. Some of the comedians got like better. You know, like they they spent a lot of time during that honing their you know craft because it was on Zoom and they couldn't get the applause. They were working on it, so you watched a lot of people improve. And then some people have come back with the same act they had before that. Apparently, he didn't do anything during COVID. Right. You know? They were hoping yeah. people oh forget. My God, yeah. yeah. That's right. I've seen people back at the, at the comedy clubs, and I was like, do you have the same set? Right. The same set. And yeah, I was like, why would I change something that's good? I'm like, that's the wrong mentality to have. Not good. You're talking about Bill Clinton. He's gone. He's out of the <laughs> office. <Clinton. laughs> I'm talking about Bill Clinton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that Bill Clinton, huh? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's gone. Monica Lewinsky, what are you, what are you saying? Like, so, so people really need to just change that act, man. Oh, man. So do you... Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Uh, just very quickly, do you get on the phone? Like, you're going to be on yeah. eight, HBO Max. I mean, obviously, uh, a lot of stuff screen, uh, streaming on HBO Max. But did you call the family and say, uh, is that you or me It's going to be on HBO Max? Oh, that's right. It's me. Did you have to call your family and tell them? That's right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there was certain people where I did brag a little bit. You know, you had to just jab at the, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I called. I called you. You actually called the ex-girlfriend. You, you don't need to do that. Right. Uh, oops, sorry. I called you. I put the butt down. Oh, yeah. I'm just, you know, calling my family because I'm on HBO Max. <laughs> 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 you, you have to, bro. 
rub it in a little bit. Uh, no, but uh, I did call my dad and uh, uh, I make fun of my uncle and the, and the special. Uh, we have an uncle that, you know, Latinos would give each other nicknames, you know, but it all depends on how you look. Like, if you have something messed up, we're going to point it out and make a nickname off of it, you know. <laughs> I have an uncle that we call Cumbia. For those that don't know what Cumbia means, Cumbia is a Latin dance, you know, and you do a lot of waist movements. Mm-hmm. We call him that because he was born with a crooked hip. Oh, oh sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're hardcore. I love it. Yeah, so he's walking. It, it looks like he's dancing, and everybody just, Cumbia, eh, eh, you know how we are. And uh, That's cool. my uncle, Cumbia, he heard about this, and he it. is pissed. Yeah. He's over there in Mexico talking about he's going to write a book, The Crooked Truth. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Yes. That's, that's, that's nice. the title, The Crooked Truth, apparently. I don't know. But he's, so I have little you know, uncles that aren't as fond of the, the special. They think we're making fun of them. But uh, for the most part, everybody's been real cool. My dad's been super excited. And, uh, yeah, he made a list of all things that I owe him, so he wants me to pay for that. But that, that's pretty sure. story. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do there. I'm like, uh, I already went. I haven't told them, but I wasted the check before I even got it. <laughs> oh, that's going to be <laughs> I don't know how he's going to get that money. I was like, when, when you pay off your credit card debt, I'll pay you off. And then, you know, he has an answer back. Might not happen. So I think I got some time. <laughs> yeah, I think I got some time. Yeah. So, Alex, did you ever dance the cumbia? Can't say I have. You have? I would think you did it all over yeah. the years. Oh, wow. No, I have not. Really? What? The, I did. Yeah, but you did every dance of all That's kinds. That's not true. I never every did, dance. I, did, I never you, did everyone any. Everyone in the world. Ballroom or, yeah, every dance there <laughs> ever was. Did you do that one where the, the, wow. with the with the spears? And yeah, the spears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of that. Mostly that. <laughs> Mostly yeah. spear yeah. dancing, yeah. yes. No, you haka, did not do the right. haka. A lot of, a lot haka. of any haka. Oh, I wanted <laughs> to learn how to do that. I'd be a good haka. There is still time. Is... <laughs> There's still time. There's still, yeah. Because I'm You're built exactly. What are those people again? The, I'm built just Maori? like the Maoris. Yeah. Yeah, I'm built just like a Maori. I could do. I could do the haka. You could. It's a lot of facial <gasps> expression. I think that it's you know a, it's a good hobby for you. Mm. Yeah. Should I start doing it right I, after the show today? I'll start doing the haka. You do the haka ever, Asus? Oh my God, the haka! I don't even know what that is. That sounds crazy. That sounds, I just, that, that sounds like a, a, a you know like a drink that you drink in a haka. Can I get a two mahakas, please? Yes, two mahakas. It's, it's a, uh, it's make, a, make it a version. Of it's it. a Maori war yeah. kind of war dance. Is it Howie something? Warden? Where yeah. are you going on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where Maori is. What are you talking about? Australia. Maori. Australia. New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. Australia. I would have never thought. New Zealand? What are you doing in New Zealand? We oh, were. We've really never been to New Zealand. We watched a show we once. <laughs> stuck with him. Stuck with yeah. him. Sure did. Uh, got you. Yeah, you know, that's what happens when you get to Discovery Channel. You start naming all these weird places. That's true. <laughs> Maori. I don't know what the hell that is. So, you got to watch the haka sometimes. Hey, Seuss, do yourself a favor this afternoon. Sit down on your computer and watch guys yes. do the haka because you'd love it. Uh, oh, I am Googling it. Once we're off the show, I am Googling the haka. What is the haka? Very, very tough. The one of our friends, who was who our friend that went went to New Zealand and did the haka? We do have a friend that did it, but I can't remember who it was. Damn it, I'll think of it. I no, I probably won't. Who the hell knows? 
But in any case, so so Jesus, things are going well. You're on HBO Max. Yeah, get to tell the family. Everything's going great. That's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it feels great. It really does. Uh, you know, so it's been a long time coming because, you, you know, you get those years where you're just like, wow, I don't think this might, this might not happen for me. So oh, really? I'm just glad things are, you know, oh, yeah, you get that doubt where you're just like, this is repetitive. I'm doing the same thing. Nothing's really changing. Uh, gigs are, you know, not really like speeding up. They're just like at the same slow pace. And you start getting doubt. You start like saying like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this isn't for me. And uh, you start questioning yourself. But then, you know, you just got to keep fighting through it. And then an opportunity comes up and you got to be ready to execute. That's what I tell a lot of people. It's like, you, you can only be, you know, prepared for so long. But when the opportunity comes, you have to be able to execute. Or else, you know, then you can't. Then you can't really complain of why you're not getting anything. So when the opportunity came, I give it all I got. I say, you know what, I'm gonna tell these stories, and hopefully they like it, you know. And now we're here, and, and it's on, and I'm glad it's happening. And um, you know, quick story. Um, I got the phone call that I got the HBO special COVID during COVID when it hit, mm-hmm. like. 2019, remember that summer when they were telling people, like, oh, I got the phone call there. And I was nervous because I'm like, well, they're shutting things down. It was right when the shutdown happened. And they were like, oh, everything will be back to normal and this and that. So uh, I started getting scared that this might not happen. Like, we uh, we all might die off of this <laughs> disease. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I didn't. I think, yeah, this is, this is my luck. I get it right when the world's ending. I, that's when I get every opportunity. Perfect. This is right up my alley. So I had, to, I had to wait. I had to be in the sidelines for a while. I had to, like, wait and see what's going to happen, right. perform these Zoom calls, write material, and uh, and things started opening up, and then we got ourselves a crowd, and and then we did it, like, two years after that. So, yeah, that was that was uh, on its own, you know? No, Jesus, I got to tell you. But, yeah, we got it. When you look back about, you know, six months or a year from now, when this comes true, you'll go back and go, that's what Uncle Tommy told me was going to happen. Okay, so you remember that. <laughs> okay, you ready? Okay, I will. Um, in the 1980s, it was, it was a pretty rough decade in America. The 80s got really, really tough. Uh, people were not getting along. There's a lot of racial unrest. There's a lot of name-calling. I mean, kind of like what's going on now. Um and you know what saved us, and I'm not kidding, Jesus, comedy. People started going to comedy clubs. Mm. They started making comedy movies. The only way we're going to get out of this hating one another thing over our political beliefs is comedy. So they're going to have to let people like you do your job, make us laugh, make us mm. relax and calm down, because that's how we got together last time, and I think it needs to happen 35 years later. It needs to happen right now, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. I think I think comedy, comedy, the voice for a comedian right now in this country is very important because you think about comics is that we we don't like to tell you know we don't like to tell bullshit. We like to right. point it out. We like to let people know what they're doing wrong. We will call anyone out, and I think that's very important. Uh, it's a very important voice to have. Out of all the entertainment outlets you can have, I think that one just really tells you like it is, uh, calls you out on your on your BS, and, and you're right. I think that's exactly what we need, and we should not not get in the way of letting a performer, you know, create his, 
material and, and, and build a craft. You know, it's very important right now. So I agree. It is. I'm, it is. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Seuss, have you ever, yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. when's the last time you were in Minneapolis, St. Paul? Minneapolis, whoa, 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 whoa. Minneapolis, St. Paul, is that what you said? Yes. St. Paul, uh, I've never been there, but it sounds very quiet. I've never been to that place. That place, uh, where is it? I don't even know where that is in the map. You don't know where Minnesota is, really? Do you know where Minnesota is? It sounds like a Rob Stewart song or something. Like, where where Minneapolis, St. Paul? Minneapolis. I've never been there. No, I have not. Minneapolis. Asus, I will tell you this. Um, People in Minneapolis, St. Paul love to go to comedy clubs. They love to laugh. Minnesotans do love their humor. So you got to get up here. Uh, some great comedy clubs in town, some really, really good ones that have been around forever. Acme Comedy Company's been around for, what, 30 years, something like that? Yeah. More than that, maybe. Hey, Zeus, you yeah. do very, very well here. Uh, you need to you need to get booked to come to Minneapolis-St. Paul, and then you got to drag your ass into studio and do the show live with us. Oh, you know what, guys? That, I really would. I would love to see that, and I would like to see that dance that she does, oh, and I would like to see what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will all have to do it. But yeah, uh, honestly, I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I want once we hang up the smoke, I'm gonna call a manager, and we gotta book something there ASAP. I would love to be there in person and do it at the studio. Okay, well, yeah, for call, sure. call us it's back and let us know because you get we gotta come in to see. I do a morning radio show as well, so you come in and do that, do the afternoon podcast. Yeah. you do the appearance at the comedy club. Sure. I'm telling you, Jesus, you'll you'd kill. You'd love it here. Very very, people oh, love their comedy. I'm being, Say less. I'll be there. I'll be there, and I'll bring all the material, and we'll have a great time. So, yeah. Hey, Sue Sebulveda, ladies and gentlemen, HBO Ooh. comedy ma- oh. special, Mr. Rough Life. Boom, Dude. gone. See, yeah, he, yeah, was, he had a hard out. He dropped that mic. He was eleven twelve. He was. Uh, no, he, he was on for exactly half an hour. So there you go. Mm-hmm. HBO uh, Max comedy. Sp- I knew they were going to do that. So that's why I started talking about. Yeah, when you get to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBO Comedy Max special, Mr. Rough Life, to be released as part of their Entrenos uh, series on August. Well, it happened, uh, matter of fact, last Friday. August 5th is when it started. Jesus Sepulveda, a very, very nice guy, didn't you think? Oh, very nice. Very pleasant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? 
Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. I, it's so amazing to me that there are so many comedians in America that don't know what a great comedy market Minneapolis-St. Paul actually is. Are there really that many, though? I think I'm, there are. It's like, well, I didn't know. You know, and mostly, I, you know, to tell you, I can't even tell you why they don't know. <laughs> because everybody who's been here knows very, very clearly that this is a great comedy market. A lot of people see the, you know, 80% of the country between the coasts as, you know, yeah. just empty cornfields. That's true. And it's a little cold. Well, yeah, it's only cold six months out of the year. Yeah. Right now, it's uncomfortably hot. So. Yeah. No, but it's not. It's freezing out. Freezing? It Today is colder than a Oh, what bitch. is it, 70? What? Uh, I don't know. I think it's some of the bitch is colder, but... <laughs> yeah, it's going to be yeah, 76 yeah. today. That's yeah. freezing cold. Freezing. He what came is... in at 4 in the morning. Though, so. Yeah, when you came in at 4 in the morning, you came in, it was Yeah, probably yeah. pretty cold. It's a little chilly oh, in the morning. Yeah, the mornings are... Yeah, they've definitely cooled off. It's nice for someone that runs in the morning, and it's not yeah. 85 well, degrees and 100% humidity. I, I hate the heat and humidity so much. Oh, my God. I don't hate the heat and humidity. <laughs> I just hate running in it. I just running in it cold is any terrible. Day. We get it for, what, 30 days a year. 30 running days. In it is it's terrible. like yeah. three months. This Calm summer's down. been really Unbearable. hot. Unbearable. It's been a hot summer. Oh it has been a hot God. summer. Bring back good. the polar vortex. Yeah, and another six months when it's 85 below, you'll be, when's it going to warm up? See, or you just don't constantly complain about the weather yeah. like me, and it's a better existence. I don't know that anybody here complains the, about the weather. So the comedy okay. thing. Yes. Louis Anderson used to tell comedians that would ask him, how yes. do I get into comedy? To come to Minnesota. Yeah, come did. to Minneapolis and work the scenes here because we have so many small clubs, large clubs, yes, open do. mics. Acme's 31 years old, by yeah. the way. There's a lot of opportunity yeah, to get better. There's a lot more clubs here. than two also. Yeah. So. And there's also uh, a good community of comedians that are willing to help you out, let you sleep on their couch, that kind of thing. Let you sleep on the couch? I oh, guess boy. So. Very, very generous. No question well, about that. You move in and you're trying to start 
from scratch. Sometimes you got to sleep on someone's couch for a while. I suppose you're right. Oh, look at this. Axios Media is being acquired by Cox Enterprises, which said it plans to push the online news provider into new markets while broadening its coverage. Axios is based in Minneapolis, is it not? I don't know. I don't know about that. I think Axios is is based in Minneapolis. I'm almost certain that it is. But uh, so that's good news for them. Happy to hear it. Axios Uh, is, let's see here, Arlington County, Virginia. What's in Virginia? Very close. I thought it was based here. Pretty much the same as Minnesota. Maybe they have a, no, they have a a big big local office here, I know. Hmm. So I I just assumed it. Because I only heard about it a few months ago. That's why I don't know a whot about it, obviously. That's why I just assumed it was based here because there are people here that reached out and said, "Hey, thanks for picking up uh, the Axios. We, we listen to the show all the time. So they must have an office here. <laughs> I'm thinking. All right, so we got our listener questions. Oh, were you I'm thinking ready. about it? Listener okay, questions. what was the question yeah. again? If you could interview anyone currently alive, who would it be? Anyone currently alive, who would I interview? My God. Can you even think of anyone? The Dalai Lama. Like the, anyone that you hadn't? Dalai Lama's boring. I just saw him interviewed the other day. Well, really? He's right? kind of interviewed to death, yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah of course. To death. That is true. Yeah. Literally, all he could... does is talk, so it's, like, you know. His children's book is great. Is it? Yep. Whose children's book? The Dalai Lama. He's got a children's book. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It's mm. great. You're making that up as you I go along. I swear to you, I'll show you. That was an I, actual, a lot of books. It was an actual, a, a, actual llama. We own it. Oh, you own the Dalai Lama book? We have... Um, Who was it, the comedian that asked the Dalai Lama face-to-face if he'd ever seen Caddyshack? It's called, like, The Seed of... The Seed of Compassion. The Seed of Compassion. The Seed of Compassion, there you go. Mm-hmm. The Dalai Lama. Who was it that asked, that asked the Dalai Lama if he'd ever seen the movie Caddyshack? I don't know. It was very funny because he looked at him like, "What? What are you talking I about?" If the Dalai Lama like watches movies and stuff. Would you want to interview sure does. Putin? No, no, no. I would not because he thinks he's a tough guy. He speaks he's Russian, about, so you know. he's the size of a Pepsi bottle. I don't. Well, but just to find out what he has to say, you know. Well, he's the richest man on earth, apparently. I mean, I don't. You don't see him talk very often. No, you, you don't. Know? You don't. So oh, I mean, apparently, it was Jesse Ventura who asked him that. If he'd seen it was Jesse Ventura. You're absolutely right. It was yeah. that tracks. That tracks. Completely. Why was Jesse Ventura allowed to talk to the <laughs> that, Dalai you're right. Lama? I'm just it trying to think Jesse of people Ventura. that don't talk much. You know governor. that yeah, you don't you so don't what? hear much from them directly. Teller, you know the magician. Yeah, yeah the magician Teller would be. He'd be a great interview. interview. Yeah. <laughs> who yeah. would the one person be if I could interview anybody? Who would it be? God, I that's that's tough. That's alive. Yeah. It's got to be alive. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering if maybe we should ask these questions on Sunday and you can think about them and then... Well, but normally I would be able to say, oh, I'd do this, that, or the other thing. Uh, you know, I've interviewed almost everybody I've ever wanted to interview. That's yeah, the whole that's what problem. I'm thinking. Is there anybody you've missed that you thought, darn, I should have... That Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was going to sit down with him face-to-face and interview him, but I had to go pick up. Have you ever, ever interviewed him at all? I talked to him on the phone once, yeah. Yeah, he's... So well, you have talked to him. I have talked to him. I've never interviewed him, though. Ringo, I've interviewed probably, a number of times. You'd probably rip him for Ian Catherine now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sitting in the front row there over at the XL Energy Center. Don't worry about my feelings. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell you, just that, you know, I, I don't really read the news too much ahead of time on the morning show. I just, whatever they put up is what I read. 
I'm looking at these headlines, and it's like, now I know why. Honest to God, Twin Cities man facing felony charges for voting twice in 2020 election. Becker schools proposed policy banning divisive concepts. Juvenile sentence haunts two harbors mayor. Uh, man who shot Ahmed uh, Ahmed Ar- Arbery gets a life Lifetime. sentence. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's all the really negative news. Well, they've, Senate Democrats passed a budget package. By themselves, yeah. Yeah, by themselves. Did they do the House already? I don't That's think today, so. isn't it? Yeah, I, think. I think the House is today. So One of the was, questions he got <laughs> since we went off on that. It was 50-50. What? Um, it was 50-50, and then Kamala Harris is the one that voted 51st, right? Yeah, I think. That's how or it Or was worked, it? Yeah. yeah, it had to be that. Yep. It had to yep. be that, yep. yep. So anyway, do you have any other questions? Andy? I'm going to say. Got a whole group. Let me let me just say the one person that I'd really like to interview if I got a chance to interview them would be I can't think of anyone. I've interviewed everybody I've ever wanted to interview. Any questions for the rest of us that wouldn't actually have an answer for anything? That is no, an answer. Just based on dad this week. I've interviewed like every negative people like you could ask, you know, Einstein, what's the deal with the penis? You could ask Yeah, I don't want to talk. Uh, <laughs> Einstein's the you deal, deal with the penis. penis. Okay. Yeah, apparently he's got some grotesque kind of thing going on. Um, you could ask Einstein Sheldon what really had a weird happened. Penis? Sheldon no. what really happened. This is yeah. new information. Yeah. So, I've never heard that. You know, just people like that, like Putin. You know, Calif- what are you thinking, <laughs> dude? So you want me to be in a room alone with a criminal? No, Thank I didn't you. say you don't have Our to be in the alone with him. You just have to interview it's him. It's a weird thing that came to mind. No, <laughs> let me put it this way. The reason it's hard, so hard for me to figure this out is because I actually became telephone friends with, like, Gore Vidal. He and I talked on the phone all the time after I interviewed him. I never met him in person. <laughs> you don't want to become friends with him. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's hilarious. You do the interview, and suddenly every week he's talking to Pootie. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, Pootie, what's happening? Dad, I need somebody to talk to. So Pootie and I. Why You're so aggressive? <laughs> I love so your I was dressing. going to go into the Ukraine, but I changed my mind because of this guy in Minneapolis. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that is a weird question well, to ask nice. me because I've interviewed everybody ever born, pretty much. And, I mean, Andy was, I agree with that before. I've interviewed everybody over the last 37 years. I, Pretty much. I was trying to think Have of somebody I haven't. interviewed, like, T-Bone Pickett? Who's T-Bone Pickett? He's like uh, the, 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 the guy the, down in Texas that does investments and stuff. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking Pickens. about. T-Boone. T-Boone. Pickens. T-Boone. Isn't Boone? Boone. It's Boone. Yeah, Boone. so how about him? He's dead. Have you ever talked to him? Is he, he died. Dead? He died in 2019. Oh, oh, we're done. He's <laughs> out. He's dead. Lost yeah. opportunity like, again. Those daily tough. cokes got him finally. But I, look, I mean, top of the top of the heap I've already interviewed. I, I In person, I interviewed Peter Falk and, and uh, Jane Fonda, and that was, what? What's that face? Nothing. I've got a pain in my hand. In your hand? Yep. Who'd you punch? Nobody. Was I sleeping and you came and socked me in the middle of the night? Yep. I have a bruise on top of one of my knuckles. It all works and out in like, the end. Okay, what other questions do you have, Andy? Anything can happen. Uh, so I've interviewed everybody who ever wanted to interview. Got to be honest with you. Uh, if you hadn't gotten into radio, what do you think your career would have been? I probably would have stayed in the record business or just done voice. I probably would have done voiceover for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's probably true. But Definitely. getting into radio destroyed my voiceover career because the mm. politicians in this state decided to 
point out that I didn't agree with them, so therefore I was dangerous or something. I don't know what that was. Well, you also had some bad luck. I mean, the McDonald's with the shooting. Yeah, that was bad luck. That I mean, was not good luck. Yeah, You're you right had, about you had that. a couple big things that happened. Didn't you have a couple of those that oh, happened God, like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that was Catherine and I were going through the airport in, the airport in Salt Lake City, and we're just getting back from our honeymoon in Canada. So um, we're going through the airport, and remember the paper boxes used to be lined up along the corridors? Oh, sure. All the different newspapers in the different cities. Mm-hmm. They're not there anymore, so young people are going, what are you talking right. about? But there were paper boxes, and I had just done all of the Olympic commercials for McDonald's, <laughs> yeah. which was hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars worth of business that never aired. Yeah. So I made nothing. Because they should that, start to pay you for the work. Well, I, yeah, I well, got paid a session they, fee, but not yeah. usage. The residuals yeah. are where it's at. Yeah, that is true. All the money is. You got scales? <laughs> yeah, so I think I got for cutting all those. Sally Bell was her name. I'll never forget. She was a little girl. Sally Bell uh, was a young girl involved in the Olympics, and that's that's we started with her. I do remember that. But a few of the commercials ran, but they pulled the almost the entire schedule. Just a couple of commercials ran. But what was that guy's name again that opened fire at the McDonald's in San Diego? I don't remember so long ago. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, it was before I was born, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Let's see here. Was it the uh, San Ysidro? San Ysidro, that's it. Yep. Uh, James Huberty. James Huberty. Huberty? I don't know. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. I will tell you. Twenty-one that. people died. Yeah, and then someone sniped him. And remember what he said when he left his house. I'm going to kill a bunch of people. His McDonald's. wife said, "Where are you going?" And he said, "I'm going to hunt man." Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'd be like, Whoa. "No, <laughs> no, well, yeah." Wouldn't you tell someone? Yeah, like know? if Dan did I'm, that, I'd like stab him in the thigh with a steak knife and be like, "No, you, you can't be, go anywhere you'd now." Be, you'd be going stabbed. very funny. <laughs> well, but she he was, well, but if he were that a he crazy was, person, yeah, is she, what I'm the, the wife knew <laughs> that he had a mental health issue. Yeah, mm. so it's like oh. a mental health guy with mental yeah. health issue says something like that. You know, you're calling the cops, but yeah. Apparently yeah, she just decided she didn't want to. She was like, <laughs> you, you <laughs> nutcase, yeah, you knucklehead. Have <laughs> fun. <laughs> All right, we got another question. Let's thing. see You got here. a lot of questions, huh? Uh, we got a few. That's good. Mm, let's see here. Uh, did you ever think you'd be in radio this long? No. No? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, the only reason I got into radio is because you were going to be born. We were living in New York City, Catherine and I were. Well, we still had a house here. But uh, I got the call in New York City that Catherine, my lovely wife sitting at the other end of the table, Ooh. called and said, we're going to have a baby. And I went, well, I can't live in New York and you spend time in Minneapolis and blah, blah, blah. So literally, I, th- this is a true story, too. So I was talking to your mother on the old, you know, the, the desk telephone back in those days, right? Um and I talked to her, and I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll figure something out and see what the situation is there. If we're going to have a baby, uh, when's the baby due? And she said, October. This was in March. Um, so I said, okay, well, let me figure it out, and I'll get back to you. I literally put the phone back on the cradle, and the second it was on the cradle, the phone rang. I picked it up, and it was Dave Hamilton, and he said, you know, Tom, I'm at KQRS now in Minneapolis. Do you have any interest in doing a morning show? That's how weird that was. 
Wow. I mean, there was not even one second between your mom telling me that we were going to have a baby and I was offered a job to move back to Minneapolis. It was... I've had a weird life that way. Does that happen to most people? They're like weird. It's not a coincidence. It just kind of happens. Serendipity. Serendipity. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't think I was going to be your... I, because I had to make them a promise. I do remember when I took the job, I had to promise the company... You signed a 30-year contract. ...that I would stay for six months. <laughs> oh, well. Yo, you almost got fired right off the bat. I did, yeah. yeah. Well, the first time around at KQ, I did get fired. Right. I've been fired from everything. I got I got fired from this job. What the hell is the difference? You were fired from you've been fired from the podcast. I mean, if That's we true. You could have in the early days, we would have <laughs> if we had that power. Yeah. What the hell's that? What? You were a nut the first two years of this podcast. What are you talking? You were about? pretty intolerable. Why? You were. Do you really want to hear yeah. it? Do you want? Well, do you, you want guys, the feedback that we got? I could understand why I'd get Well, upset. we had no idea what you were expecting of us, and you thought that because you were on the radio for so long that we somehow, through osmosis, yeah. would understand what it is that you wanted from us. Yes. I still don't understand what you, what you guys are doing. So. I don't know. Neither do we. No. Yes. Yeah, we do just we. show up and wing it. Are. Yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to get but, that yeah. taken care of. Yeah, you were oh quite God. intense in those days. Yeah. I remember I had to take you aside one time and say, you know, if we're going to do a family podcast, you should act like you like us. <laughs> I was looking well, for a different job, like every other week. So I assume that was in the first hundred shows. Uh, yeah, oh, wait a minute! Just before you took on a major advertiser that settled everything down. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. And we all right. were no feeling question. smooth sailing since then. But you have to remember that was the exact same time when I found out people I trusted were stealing from me. Mm-hmm. So were... I, I had a rough couple of years there, and it's still not over. So there you go. Yeah, if any tiny thing happened. Oh, any tiny thing. Look that out. amount of money is not a tiny Look thing. Out. Let me put it that No, way. I'm saying if we were on the podcast and, like, somebody forgot to push their cough button. You know, That's Jesus right. used to get, Christ. You used to get pretty excited about that. Oh You're God. out of your mind. You guys are making it up as you go along. <laughs> I remember listening Oh, I then. forgot. Let's just, just make fold things up. up for I'm fun. ending the podcast for the rest <laughs> I'm of oh, You constantly were threatening that. Let's just stop. Never mind. We're canceling the podcast. Well, if you don't want to listen, Yay. you don't want to listen to the expert oh in the room. Oh, my God. You know, you know what I'm what saying. What are the questions we got there? <laughs> <laughs> How about those twins? Hey. How about those twins? How twins about... got screwed yesterday, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm pointing that out. Oh, I'll tell you, you care? how about those twins. Do. Could you care about it? I do care about it. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. just telling you, he that guy was out. Mm-hmm. Where was the catcher supposed to stand to catch the ball? No, that's part of the that whole new rule now that's I kind hate of a mess. That. I hate it. Yeah. So now we get an opinion from some puke in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's out. No, he's not. He was uh, he was out, yes. And he said he wasn't out. That's what I meant to mm-hmm. say. But I just I don't think we should leave it up to a couple of pukes in New York. What do you think? Mm-hmm. That's the trend. Yeah, why, trend. though? That's why does everything have to be fixed now? I don't know that it's fixed. Everything's fixed. The fix was in. I don't think the fix was in. The fix was in. My team lost. Are you talking about your twins thing on air? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Mysterious (laughs) twins thing. I would like to get the okay from the twins to talk about it before I talk about it. Fair enough. I don't know. 
I don't know. What do you think? You're an attorney. Yeah, but I, I, I wasn't part of that conversation. No, so. that's true. What did they say? So, <laughs> they so what's just... the next question? <laughs> He's going to stay on that just question keeps... stuff for the rest Somebody, of the time. I want, to, I want to deal with the listeners. They took the time for the question. Is this something we're doing now, like each yeah. week? Once or a week, yep. All on Friday. Dad? No, no. No, it's going to be, it's going to be all different people. Yeah. Can't on wait Friday. for questions for yeah. Alex. Friday, they ask the questions on social media. It gives them the weekend to respond. Oh, and then we talk about them on the air Monday. Mm-hmm. Ah. I can't wait for the questions for Alex either. I wonder. <laughs> what why are you so wrong about like? meat? <laughs> yeah, why are you so wrong about meat? Oh, in my bio like for the podcast, I wrote, yep. you'll enjoy such banter as her being a vegetarian strictly to irritate her father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do I get blamed for everything? That's what I'd like to know. Now it's your father again. That's what happens That's when you're a reactionary. Yeah. Oh, that I'm a reactionary. Yes. You guys. I are. think that could be probably could labeled be your strongest personality <laughs> suit. It's being a reactionary. What? It's being reactionary. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Back to the questions. <laughs> okay, you might be right because something just popped into my head that happened this morning. Are we canceling the podcast? Mm. <laughs> I went in. I went into the men's room, and as I opened the door, this young young guy was coming out, right? Well, he was coming to the door to come out. Yep. So I opened the door, and I go, oh, excuse me. He didn't even bother to look at me, and instead of waiting for me to come in, he came out oh, and pushed geez. his way past me. Wow. I said, well, don't let me get in your way there, pal. I mean, like, I tried to be courteous, all the rest of it, and hold the door from him. It was just a prick. What is that with you young know. people? Gen Zs, I will say, seem afraid of adults. They yeah. are. They like, seem afraid. they've been afraid. taught to be. They've been taught to hate everything older than them. No, our nanny, lovely girl. She's great with the kids. Barely ever speaks to me. And acts like when I speak to Why? her that she's like afraid of talking to me. Not that she doesn't like me. Like right, she's friendly right. and stuff, but it's just like... I know. She doesn't just want to sit and chat. I know. I know. It's because the phone. You should just sit there and do text messages mm-hmm. to each other on the phone and not have oh, to yeah. look at she's yeah. each other. Yeah, she's that, super friendly that. over text messaging. Yep. Lots of exclamation points that's and tells me all sorts of stuff. That's that whole generation. Just, they just aren't familiar with face-to-face conversation. Okay, well, I want to throw some at you guys, and I think I mentioned it last week, but I get a little deeper into it. Where I grew up, if you did that, they would have... Said, you what the hell is texting? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not talking about texting. I'm talking about averting people's eyes and not you know, being courteous and well, all that. But you grew up in a very different situation. I did. There's no than... question about it. You also didn't have the phones to start with. Yeah, exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. Right. But yeah. what I'm saying is if you walk past someone and didn't make eye contact with them where I grew up, they got the impression you were afraid of them. And you don't want people to That's probably of true. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Hey, you looked away because you're scared. Well, yeah, it's like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anytime, every time I'm out on a run, which is like four days a week i wave at every single person i walk by and i get a response from probably like a third of them yeah i know no you're right and it's mostly older people that you don't wave say at everyone i no wave at every what, single everyone. person that i run by yeah. it's mostly older it's people that friendly. don't mm-hmm. god for me it's all young people that don't just, respond. just do like we do with uh sage go ahoy matey, ahoy, matey. <laughs> i just always do i run and i just always do a and a smile. I, uh, and a smile. I, I talked about Sage this morning because we were the talking. Balloon. About, uh, the, oh, no, the balloon. <laughs> oh, no, 
How did the balloon thing end up, Alex? Mom oh, he and cried I just for a while. Well, I mean, the balloon popped right in his face. I know it did. Yeah, so it he was fun. scared and then also upset that he lost his balloon. Well, first of all, his first balloon floated up to the ceiling. Yeah, it was a rough go with the balloons for a while. And then he was like, how about this? How about this? And this is when he's always coming up. He says that when he's coming up with oh, a plan. This? How about how this? this? Yeah. How about this? How about this? He does say that. And then he was like, when we get home, you go buy us more balloons. Mm, what a great idea. And I was like, Good negotiator. I was like, we'll just see. Just relax. But Dan had to do a Target curbside pickup anyway, so I just added a balloons. you know $1 pack of balloons. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is going to keep you too amused. And Fawn still has her one. But then I gave him another balloon and they've still been bringing them so much joy mm. good so you he did you did give him another balloon yeah because dan had to do a target curbside pickup anyway so i just added oh a dollar pack of like 10 balloons well i was gonna go to in and get bag. him another one but dan told me not to well because he was screaming and he was screaming. i mean he was screaming mostly because he was scared yeah because the balloon popped right in his face he was holding it like yep. two inches from his face and it exploded right Boom. in his face that was loud too, because I was really outside loud. the And like car. his, I, I was in the like doing stuff in the trunk when it happened, and I was looking right at him, and he was just like, Ugh, and then he started crying. Hmm. But people were laughing this morning because I was talking about, and the, I can't remember. It's Tony Lee, I think, was talking about that. That once in a while they get together and barbecue with their neighbors and blah blah blah. So I was talking about how well we get along with neighbors, and then mentioned that you guys, you and Beth came over once in a while and blah blah blah. I said my favorite thing is. When four-year-old Sage is walking through the house, and he goes, I have to go talk to Susan and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> really? Got to get ready to be with Susan. <laughs> I got to get ready. And now she's to over be there watering her, her plants, oh, and he's hilarious. over there just chattering and chattering and chattering <laughs> to the neighbor. <laughs> just. <laughs> but I suppose that's pretty unusual to have neighbors like that, that being well, we, together with them all the Well, time. he also gets like this thing where he wants to talk about something. Oh, yeah. And if he's told everybody, he needs to find a new person. New person and yeah. I don't know where he might get that from. <laughs> Weird. Mm. When we also is, have... Is, is there anything all right with me today? <laughs> it's, not it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just, it's it's just a character trait, just, not a bad one. Yeah. You're hearing bad things. I didn't say bad things. No, not negative at all. Mm -hmm. And he, we have neighbors that are wonderful, too, and they... I mean, sometimes I'm just like, where are our children? And Dan's like, they're with Ann and Brad somewhere. I don't know. Ann <laughs> and Brad somewhere. Like, okay. no, you do. You have really nice neighbors. They'll run over to, yeah. They, we have <clears throat> a really good setup of neighbors. And Dan's always talking about like when it turns over because a lot of them are older. Right. And he's uh -huh. like, it would be nice if there are families... Younger families. Oh, so he wants everybody to die. But oh. no, but then he's like, I wish all these geezers would die. No, <laughs> that's not, no. He's just like, a, I mean, it is, they're at the age where in the next Question five number two, to why ten do you years. Hate old people, Alex? No. <laughs> yeah, they're getting to the age in the next five to ten years. That's what happens. I don't think they're going to die. I think they'll just be like, move I don't out. want to take care of this house anymore yeah. Yeah, and move true. somewhere smaller. It's generally how those things go. And so we're like, oh, it'd be nice when if we have like younger families move in because everybody around us is an original owner of their house that was they were all built in like the mid '80s. But at the same time, we'll be sad to see them go because they're mm -hmm. also wonderful. They are. You have really us. nice. That's how our neighborhood is. It's all either old people or young couples with kids. We don't mm -hmm. have hardly any younger kids. There are some couples no? down the street There's with like teenagers of, and stuff. But tons of really young kids in our area. We have three. <laughs> That'll change. Yeah. It'll change eventually. That's it's what, how humans work. That's what I'm saying. But then I'm 
also sad because our neighbors are wonderful. Well, see, that's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Andy, you get you like you like your neighbors a lot too, don't you? Uh, we don't really talk to our neighbor neighbors. Oh, you don't. I don't really know why, but when we go into town, we know people in town. Yes, yes. That is a nice downtown area. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of Long Prairie where I was born. No doubt about it. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000. And that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. If you were like me and constantly finding yourself in weight loss mode, I have great news. Continuum is here. It's new and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation. Find out more today. Simply go to their website, Continuum Weight weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11.15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. God, let me ask you a question. What, okay. You had something to say? I was going to ask you, going back to the, when you were talking comedian, you said 35 years ago comedians fixed the, the world with their comedy. 35? What what time period are you talking Late about? Late 80s. Late 80s. Mm. That's when I was born. Okay. Hmm. What comedians did that in the uh, late 80s? Richard Pryor. Hmm. Okay. No, I, I'm just telling you, stand-up comedy in theaters saved America because everybody oh, hated everybody else. Oh, theaters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just the telling The big shows you. were like the early 90s, weren't they? Yeah. I think okay. That's how it kind Chris of all <clears throat> Did Farley have a big, big shows? He was in movies. Oh, movies, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that was a big part of the It was like Dane Cook, movies. and it was... Yeah, yeah right. I mean, Dane Cook was huge. huge from a lot of stars. Still has the biggest crowd ever at uh, X-Men. Target, Target, Target. Dane Cook? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He, had, he was... Did, huh. yeah. He was huge. Yeah. And then he spent all his money. Yeah, his brother you, stole it. Do you know what joke? Oh, yeah. Do you know, like, one Dane Cook joke? Yeah, I, like, I, 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 I never. I was yeah, never I a Dane Cook yeah, fan. I, I don't know anything that would be like, oh, yeah, it's a Dane Cook joke. No. Well, no. Dane Cook's one of those comedians, and you're like, oh, yeah, Dane Cook. It's like you forget about him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you ever hear what happened to his money, Alex? Yeah, his brother was his like his... brother took it, yeah. Yeah. And buried it and won't tell him where it is. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? What do you mean by that? I buried your money, and I'm not going to tell you where it is. That's very, very odd, don't you think? Surprised he hasn't gotten a visit from a nice gentleman with a bat. Well, that's yeah. true. You wouldn't want to kill him though, because he knows where it's because he buried. knows where the, where the, where the, where the money is. He's got kind of insurance policy there. God, I that's just, true. 
You can't kill them. I'm looking at the headlines again today. We got some barn burner. Does anybody get along? Not if you read the news. <laughs> no, if you read the news, you can, you're absolutely right. If you read the news, nobody gets along with anybody else. You got Roger Stone asked people to donate to Alex Jones. Yeah. Okay, is who it, is Alex Jones and what did he do? I he mean, had a he talk a, show. Yeah, it was a talk, uh, shock jock type yeah. talk show that, you know. And what did he do? Something about Sandy Hook? He yes. said it didn't exist. Or he said that Sandy Hook never happened. Who yeah. said it never that? happened. Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. I don't know. And so the parents sued him. Is he on a radio station? What does he do? He was on, just Alex Jones. He was nationally syndicated, yeah. 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 Oh. He had a lot of money. A lot of money. And he oh. also knew that they were turning the freaking frogs gay. So that's you got to tell her that what? story. Wait, what? That was one. That's one of his like most famous quotes. Yeah, they're turning the freaking frogs gay. Um, <laughs> there, there okay. was like there was some. Ex- I the look. I can't even see your face, but I can see the look. <laughs> on what your does this face. mean? There were there were there was some experiment that actually happened, where they I don't know if they injected frogs with something, but they turned frogs gay. <laughs> So, okay. All right. Well, I think the sure. idea is that they it. could turn people gay, yeah. which oh. would be depopulating the earth. Depopula- depopulation is like a big Concern thing. of yeah. some people. What yes. do they want to depopulate the earth? Too so, many people using too many resources? They don't oh. want, well, yeah, that's carbon true. emissions. Are Even very if carbon. everybody were gay... They could still. They could, but have they kids. probably wouldn't. Oh, are you kidding me? There are tons of. Yeah. Every gay couple I know wants a family. Yeah. Mm. That's true. So. So he was off in order to pay, what, $49.5 million? I think I something like that. I think it bankrupted the whatever. His TV or whatever radio his network. network InfoWars. Right? InfoWars, that mm-hmm. what it was called? It's it's I've called. never heard him. I've never even heard his show. Is he on in this I market? I heard it. It's kind of yeah. shocking that they could get that kind of a settlement over somebody's viewpoints uh, no, on not. anything. Is, yeah, it was a about, political trial. He went way yeah, over the he, top. He though. damaged the parents. and He, he did. Oh, yeah. he did? Yeah. He said, you're okay. lying. I mean, these people lost children. And he said, no, you didn't. You're lying. Yeah. Oh, well, then. Yeah, why would he was, do that? Why would they let him do that? Because he made so much money. I don't know it. why of all things you'd pick out Sandy Hook. To I know. Decide I'm yes, after Sandy seriously. Hook, of all of them. I know. If why? I go after is not true, I think I'll go after that one. Makes no sense. I don't know. Makes no sense. Okay, here's th- three headlines. We got Roger Stone asked people to donate to Alex Jones. Uh, Roger Stone is who? He was the advisor. Trump's to buddy, or Trump's something, advisor on military. Or then you got Mark Milley, top U.S. general, vowed to fight Trump from the inside. He's a complete loser. He is a complete loser, and it's not because it's Trump or anything else. But no, he's if just a you're moron. the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, you don't turn on any president, no matter who it is. That's not a good idea. Well, he's also really not fond of white people. Who, Mark Milley? Yep. Well, is he going to white people suck? Oh, right? yeah. Well, he's white. It doesn't matter. How about fat white guys? Yes, specifically he's, them. He's kind of fat. No, he, you can just tell by when he talks, he's a massive pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, you don't want to be doing that. I don't care if you hate Trump. You're uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You do what you're told. Right? You'd think. I would think so. Liz Cheney reveals her thoughts on DeSantis. Boy, nobody's getting along. These are all real headlines from Newser. Nobody's getting along here. Is, is that ever going to happen, you think, again? You think we'll ever get along again? They're making too much money off of it. That's exactly the problem, isn't it? Political division makes a lot of money. It does. It certainly does. Just look at Alex Jones. 
Did he really? But he didn't have the forty-nine million to pay off, did he? He had way more than that. Yeah, I think Does he had he a lot. Hundreds of like millions. Rushed and made a lot of money doing what he was doing. He didn't yeah. make that much money, did yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Well, he, not only did he have his radio show or podcast or whatever the hell it was. I don't know if it was actually ever syndicated. I don't think it was. What is it? But Alex I don't. Jones? Yeah, it was syndicated. It was syndicated. Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. Well, he had that. But he also has a line of products. He has like water filters. Um, oh, he does. Water yeah, purification. He has deal. supplements, that sort of thing. He made tons of money. Purification. Yeah. Well, there's fluoride in the water. You got to get rid of it. That sort of thing. Yeah. Wow. People think that it affects your IQ. Mm-hmm. What fluoride? Mm-hmm. Does it? Maybe that's why. If you look so at non-fluoridated <laughs> countries versus fluoridated countries and compare the IQs, it's not well, even close. Well, but that's. Correlation isn't causation, Andy. Correlation is always causation. No, it's not. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. 100% mm-hmm. of the time. Well, here's another one. <clears throat> Man who attacked Asian family in Sam's Club gets 25 years. Why would you attack a family Maybe at they were Sam's Club? Grabbing the last thing of granola bars that he wanted. <laughs> no, it's the same guy, the Apple Valley, uh, Apple River guy. You know, it's yeah. like, why do you do these things? Because you're crazy. That's probably the good answer. <laughs> now they're saying that, that he's claiming that he was terrified and that's why he did it. Yeah, that terrified? he was being called a pedophile and that he right, was right. responding to that. But I don't think I, I don't think anybody else had weapons except for him, so he's going to have a problem, I believe. Yeah, he had a knife. Well, right the weird now. thing is he punched a guy... While holding a knife in the other hand. Very odd thing to do. It is kind of odd. Yeah, self-defense claim an Apple River case could hinge on weapons, suspects' fears. The 52-year-old prior Lake man told authorities that he had acted in self-defense on July 30th when he fatally stabbed a Stillwater teenager and wounded four other people. Oh, I didn't know he killed one of them. Yeah, yeah he, he died. Yeah, yeah, he killed one. Oh, yeah, yeah that's not a good thing to do. No. He says they were a threat because they were Chinese and... Could spread the disease around. Oh, right. So yeah. I didn't hear that he went that far. He didn't really yes. say that, did the he? The DOJ said he did. So yeah, but they were Ch- they were Asian. They were Asian. But that's you just I thought said he they were was Asian. Asian. No, so, he, no, he was. Um, he said a Chinese family. He was oh. uh, Hispanic. <clears throat> Are we? T- we're talking about the. We're not the Apple Apple River. We're talking about the, no. Oh, the Sam's we're talking Club. about the okay. Sam's Club. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, it's like which one were you on? <laughs> the Sam's Club thing that you literally just talked about. No, right, but we start talking about Apple River. Apple River it was that, mentioned. So. It wasn't. Didn't seem like we were so, completely talking. So the guy who punched him with a knife in his hand was that at the Sam's Club? That was or? Sam's Club. No, okay. Sam's Club. Okay. Whatever. The, the Apple River guy was just some lunatic attacking teenagers. Yes. I don't think we have any idea why he did it. And yeah, because he was called a pedophile. Is what his claim is. He yeah. hired the uh, lots, he, he hired Rittenhouse. He was afraid. So I wasn't talking about what's the other one. He's not going to get Rittenhouse prosecutors though. Is my bet. <laughs> so it's oh, you're talking it. about you're talking about the guy, the, the young man who attacked the Asian family. Yeah, yes. that's the Sam's that's Club what, one. That's, that's what Andy Sam's was talking Club about. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So He's I afraid it. of them because they were Chinese and they can spread the disease. Spread mm-hmm. what disease? Uh, Probably COVID. COVID. This was right at the beginning of what is COVID it, the, when uh, everyone China was... disease or the what was he called? China virus. Oh, China, China virus. virus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The Kung yep. flu. The Kung flu. Now we're talking romance of the three symptoms. God. There's literally a thousand of those floating around the internet. Yeah. I would imagine. And I've heard them all. True. Are we done with Dad's questions, or did he? I think so. That's you just fine. had the two. So, I mean, no, there are like three. Four of them. The guy you want to interview that's dead is Ali, right? That's who you want yes. to interview. You never got to yeah, interview. The guy who is dead, yeah. I would love the to have interviewed Muhammad Ali. <laughs> the guy who's dead, you know. And he actually did 
Harvey McKay got Muhammad Ali to sign a boxing glove for, right. for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. which was very, very cool, I thought. You should have that thing, like, put in epoxy or something, because that... It's starting to fade. The signature is not doing well after yeah, all these... I'll just go over it with a Sharpie. Have you ever interviewed Mike Tyson? Yeah, a long time ago. Long time ago. Okay. He, was, he was doing some charity function or something. Mm-hmm. Interesting fella. Yeah, he's a... I don't know if I'd want to piss him off. Did you no. know... hell no. Did you know for the time he was 12 years old, the grown men in his neighborhood didn't want to mess with him? Of course not. 12 years old. And he, he, <laughs> that one fight they show where he just goes out and destroys <laughs> the guy in like 12 seconds? That was Michael Spinks. Michael Spinks, yeah. yeah. Michael yeah. Spinks. Yeah. I mean, he was just at, at one point, he was a height of just, just lock him up, pull him out, go fight. Boom, Honest back, to God, you know? it's unbelievable. He was crazy. It was nuts. Well, a lot of males are fully like... They're as tall as they're going to get at 12, 13. I was pretty yeah. much there by the time I was 13, yeah, right? True. As far as height tall. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. You don't I was extremely out, lanky, but I was... I would say 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. I was in eighth grade. Your brain, though, was like still sex. Yeah. You know? well, there yeah, teenagers yeah. are pretty dumb. Yeah. But it was funny because when... But they know everything. When I was in eighth so. grade, I grew to six foot one, and I was not the tallest kid in my class. Was it a girl? It was one girl and one boy. There you go. It was one girl. (laughs) Kathy Shimp was her name. Oh, I had a Kathy Olsen was taller than me, and I was so (laughs) grateful that I wasn't the tallest girl Uh, in school. Kathy Shimp was taller than me. Eighth grade is James Brown. Eighth grade's kind of when the summer you return to school, and all of a sudden the boys are taller than the girls. Like eighth, ninth grade. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool, actually. It's weird. Pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that that was kind of weird. You're six one, and you're not the tallest eighth grader. <laughs> That's kind of weird. We don't had an you eighth think? grader that was six four. God, isn't that amazing? I'm yeah. telling you, people are getting really tall. Oh, there's women Hard particularly are getting. I, look at girls are getting grinder. really we tall. A, it's we weird. have a 15 year old niece that's six three. Yeah, it's six super three. weird. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Moly. There's a there's this movie called Tall Girl. It's about like how being a tall girl is so oh, yeah, hard. Yeah, we had her on the podcast. Yeah. She wrote a book. She's six yep. one. Yeah, there's like it's like not yeah, even a million tall. girls taller than her, probably yeah. just in this state alone. Uh, over six feet is still tall. Oh, but it dep- I mean, like, yeah, oh, if yeah. she's in L.A. or something, then oh yeah, you know. everybody's Minnesota- Minnesotans are tall. Yeah, they are. In yeah. Chicago too. Walking around Chicago, I'm always amazed at how tall people are there. I mean, I seriously tall. Midwesterners, I guess. Scandinavians and Germans. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that is what it is. You're absolutely right. Although Doug Sprint, though, he's all English, right? And he's like 6'4 or something. Yeah. You see that tall? He's, he's pretty tall. tall. Six, four. Yeah. I think he was 6'4. And he, he with the six, back four. surgery, he's now 6'2. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, no. They had to remove part of his spine, you know. Ugh. Well, he's all no, spineless. You can't. Thank you very no, I know. I'm just How like, do you no, remove just, what doesn't exist? No, just back surgery just sounds like ugh. I know. Yeah, Melissa's dad had it, and it was ugh. extremely rough. It makes me, like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounds horrible. Anyone all surgery ever... is awful. Eh. No? I don't know. No, you don't think so? Not all surgery. I had a chunk of my back taken out, and that was fine. Yeah, book club. <laughs> book club. <laughs> Drinking club. Oh, my gosh. The book <laughs> that we're reading exactly. for this... It deserves Book a clap. Club? It's so good. Really? It's so good. It's so good. It's what called is? House in the Cerulean Sea. It's awesome. If you're looking for a fiction book to read, I am halfway to me when you're done. I'm halfway through it, and I'm so far just absolutely loving it. Hmm. What's it about? 
Um, it's about life in the Cerulean Sea. It's about life in the Cerulean Sea. No, it's, I didn't know what it was about going into it. It was recommended to me by two people, and I was like, sure, I'll read it. And I like reading books not knowing what they're about. Um, but it's this guy named Linus works for the center in charge, no, department in charge of magical youth. And he's a caseworker, so he goes to all magical youth is basically in, they're all in orphanages. And he goes to the orphanages if there's complaints and makes sure that everything's running smoothly and the children are being well taken care of. And so are we talking all that literal kind of magic? It's like, or no, it's like, it's like metaphor. They have, Harry Potter books. There's like, no, they, no, they're not like witches and wizards. Oh, they're like okay. gnomes and oh. like part bat and have a uh, tail and can make things float with their brain and can shift into a Pomeranian and stuff like that. Um, and so he. It's just like this really boring guy that doesn't do a whole lot, and he just does his work, goes home, does the same thing every night, and they hire him to do a extremely top-secret evaluation of an orphanage, and they're like, you can't tell anybody anything about anything, and you're going to be there for a month, and you have to write us weekly reports about what's going on, and it's, I don't know, it's just really, really what's good. What's it called? The house in the cerulean sea. Cerulean. Ceru- Where's cerulean sea? It's just the color. The color of it is no, cerulean. Because he place. like he lives mm-hmm. in the city and he has this okay. mouse pad next to his desk and it's of the ocean and it says, "Don't you wish you were here?" And he had these big dreams of going to the ocean, and then he finds out that this orphanage is on the ocean. In the ocean, they're that's all cerulean was something else. Well, cerulean. Well, it's, it's a, a color. Is it a color comic? Book? It's a city from a... Pokemon. Is it? Oh, maybe. Oh, that's yeah. That that would yeah. be work. I, I, there's yeah. something. Yeah. That's unironically what you were thinking. Of. Well, yeah. I, with the boys, I used to. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. I don't like. I, was gonna I, say, always, oh, but, I always think of the devil. Uh, what's your Prada. favorite starter? Did yeah. you did you pick Bulbasaur? No. Um. Let's see. Um. I don't remember what David had and what Thomas oh, God, that had. That was like what, twenty had, years ago. Yeah. yeah. They, they both had their own little. Hey, David Saves. actually uh, went to the state championship in that. Wow, I was he, never he that. Well. I caught well. them all. I caught them all in the first generation, no. but I never no. like battles and that kind of thing. I never took seriously. So I think whatever became Charizard, whatever Charmander, Charmander. Charmander. That's Charmander. where David, I think, started, and then Thomas started with something that was blue. If I Blastoise, remember. a Squirtle. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> one I picked. But I knew the Cerulean meant yeah. You something. Heard yeah. the word Cer- Well, it's a very rare word. As soon as she yeah. said Cerulean Sea, that's the first thing I thought of. I, I was like, oh. I, th- I thought of the like Devil Misty. Wars Prada when I first read it because in Devil Wars Prada, Meryl Streep yells or like gives this one, the main character in the movie, a big schooling on how she's like, you think fashion doesn't affect you? This lumpy sweater you're wearing is Cerulean. And then she goes back about like when oh, Cerulean right. became popular mm. and why she found it at like a TJ Maxx because it was all because of the people sitting in that room and stuff. And Did you ever talk to Meryl Streep? Many, many years ago. Actually, um, the deer hunter. Huh. Wow. Oh, wow. That is a while Holy ago. Cow. Yeah. Never even heard of that. I feel wow. like you wouldn't enjoy her these days. Uh, she might have Isn't she down kind a of annoying? Now. Well, like, yeah, she got very she, annoying. Mamma Mia, though. Yeah. Everybody, everybody oh that gets that famous becomes incredibly annoying. That's true. Without fail. And I was trying to think of where was, I was working when that was. When well, did that movie come out, Andy? Was the, that Casey Hunter, Hunter was like in the 70s. Oh, 78. 78. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So I was at, I, you know what? I was probably at WAPE in Jacksonville then. Wow. The Big Ape? The Big Ape. 
Um, okay, I need some votes from you guys because we only have five minutes left of the show. We also have voting. We got the primary tomorrow. So if you're in Hennepin County, there's mm-hmm. a county attorney's race if you're a Democrat. And if you're not, then it doesn't matter. County and attorney. You, you also know, got with... Congress. So County attorney. Well, they, they Are there two, two? two get picked to go to the general election. Right. So Is one yeah. better than the other? I like Ryan Winkler. I've known I do, too. He's Ryan's been here, so I'll vote for him. So that's Ryan's a great guy. Choices. And then there's also Congress tomorrow, too. Is it the primaries for every county or just? just it would just be whoever has a contest. So oh, okay. Like yeah. normally, there, normally, there's a couple judiciary primaries around the state. There's mm-hmm. not a single one in the whole state. Really? There's one, there's huh. one competitive race in the whole state. Well. And there's no. Court of Appeals. There's no Supreme Court. There's sounds nothing. like Minnesota politics. It does. Well, yes. Historically, I've always nothing had happens. on our committee. We've had about 14 to 15 races a year. We had to look at, but this year there's nothing. Huh. So who's going after your buddy Keith Ellison? There is he the well, he, county attorney? I think somebody's going against him he? in the primary. But are, the big yeah. thing will be the there's three guys going for the Republicans that are that oh, okay. the winner of that will end up going against him in the. What in does the he general. do? What's his, what's his title? He's again? A, Attorney, uh, attorney. attorney General. He was Skip Humphrey's position. So is that this for the whole state? Yeah, for the whole. He's the governor's lawyer. He's the governor's lawyer. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he and I don't know. I just the, re- the reason I bring it up is because I was dialing around on the on the radio and that there were people going after Ellison saying that he needs to go away or I don't he know, does whatever. need to go away. I think he does. I don't know anything about the guy. Okay, so I'm gonna I want to ask three questions. Who is the most angry country in the world, the most angry nation in the world, the least angry nation in the world, and where does the United States come in? Least is Antarctica. Least, least is. I, I'd go Switzerland. You know, I'd have to agree least. with you on that. Denmark is always no voted. Yeah, I would have gone Switzerland, too, but I'd go not. Switzerland. It's not Switzerland. Denmark huh? is always voted the happiest country in the world. It's got to be like time Denmark time or again. Greenland or Iceland. Uh, okay, well, here's, you want to do least angry first? Yeah. Least okay, angry. the USA comes in 71st in the anger rankings. I don't doubt it. Well, but I'm actually surprised we're that question? high. That was the third question. Oh, yeah, you just answered. What? You answered the third question. No. Because US, US well, it, it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. Well, it does. It was the third question. But okay. Well, you would have not guessed it was 71st. <laughs> I would have. I, I had it in my head. He had it in his head. <laughs> I got it locked in at 71. <laughs> I was going to say 72. I just knew Okay, it. you want to go least angry or most angry? Well, we're going to go least first. That's the one we gave a run at. Okay. How about that little country? In Italy, the that uh, the Vatican City. Oh, Vatican City, yeah, <laughs> yeah there you they're go. not angry. There's yeah. actually a lot of crime because of all yeah. the tourists. So, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Number five of the least angry nations in the world would be the Netherlands. Okay, okay. Then Portugal. Okay, cool. Got to be calm. Your, your, your outfit. Where did that come from? Your outfit. <laughs> Estonia, huh. which is one of the three Baltic yeah. nations. That's very interesting. Chile. Uh, what a Mauritius? What is Mauritius? Mauritius. Mauritius? That's how it sounds like a M-A-U-R-I-T-U-S. magical place. Yeah. I was going to say it sounds there. like a zone in Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. I've never even heard how of Mauritius. How do you Mauritius. spell it? M A U R I T I U S. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've that, heard of that. It's in Africa. Is in Africa. I didn't know it was pronounced Mauritius. Good for them. And then what's Mauritius? Mauritius. That's how they say it. Mauritius. Mauritius. Okay, the least angry country in the world is Finland. 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 Yeah, which would make sense. Our Finns are kind of big and you know angry at times. So. Yeah. Well, they are big people, aren't they? They're big. Yeah, they drink a bit. Most angry nations. Most angry. Let's see. Not uh, one of them's a surprise. Let's I will see. Russia's <laughs> on Russia's there. got to be on no, there. Russia's not on it. No? Really? No. How about, let's see, most angry nations. Most angry. 
you will not be surprised by any of the five. Oh, I'm trying to come up with somebody. So if Russia's not yeah. on. Yeah, Russia's so not Europe. On. How about China? Germany? Is Germany one of them? No. Nope. No, Germany's not one of them. China? Um, nope. What the hell? Okay, just. About, let's see. Uh, South Africa? Nope. I'd be pretty angry if I lived there. Yeah, yeah. I, mean. I don't know. Yeah, I need two more guesses, and then we'll <laughs> two more guesses. And we'll lay <laughs> it out there. Two more guesses. Let's see. Angry nations. It's not those that we've already. Saudi Arabia. Um, well, you're Ukraine. getting much closer. Yeah. Oh. That, oh yeah. So like. Um, Iraq. Like uh, yeah. Iraq or Iran. Iraq, Iran. Or Israel. Iraq is fourth. Israel. Okay. Nope. Not Israel. Iraq is fourth. Afghanistan is fifth. Oh. So you got Afghanistan, mm-hmm. you got Iraq, then you got three more. I totally forgot about the Middle East. They're all I know. I, yeah, sort of I just was They're like, all Middle East. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so, okay. so, well, United Arab Emirates or uh, Armenia. Arm- Armenia. Armenia. That's not, that's not in there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, Turkey. Huh. Yeah, they yeah. got a lot of financial issues. Yeah, they do. Yeah, get a mess. But number one doesn't surprise me in the least. Lebanon. 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 Of all of them, I, Lebanon's it's, pretty been quiet for the last. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> they're the most angry nation on earth. <clears throat> I don't so know anything about Lebanon except their food is good. I went to the performance arts high school that I went to had brother and sister that were Lebanese. Well, Northeast Minneapolis for a long time had a huge Lebanese community. I don't know then, if it's still uh, there. I wonder what the United States is. 71, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would guess 71. You might be right. How many total are there? What's the total mm-hmm. number? Uh, 196, I think. Out yeah. of 196 so countries in the world? Something like that, yeah. Close to the but middle. I was surprised Switzerland wasn't among the happiest. Well, was it happiest or least angry? Yeah, yeah least that's well, that's true. Angry. That's not happy. You're right. It's you know? least yeah, angry. Yeah, you're so right. happy and angry at the same time. They've got to stay neutral. might be up there in the happy ones. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Jamaica's not doing so hot lately. But the people yeah, are like, whatever. whatever. It's all good. Yeah, whatever. It was so weird when I found out in Jamaica, people get killed there all the time. Yep. Tourists get killed there it's all the time. It's not a good place to be. Why are they doing that? They're Who do you think supports them? Tourists. They don't care. Yeah. Well, they're not going to survive if they keep up this up. There's right? not, are there that many Americans that get killed, though? Uh, they, they have been, but I don't know about Yeah, that. I, think that, I think the number of Americans plays a big role in the, in the old impact. You know the weirdest thing? Dominican Republic. You go to Dominican Republic, you play a little golf, oh, and yeah. you go over there by the mountain range. My caddy says, you see that mountain range there? If anybody comes over from Haiti over that mountain range, they will not live one minute. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll, like kid- <laughs> Holy they'll kidnap people over there all oh, yeah. the time. All I mean, the time. You know, all yeah. these different baseball players that had family yeah. kidnapped, and it's like, uh, yeah. They just kill everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you come across the mountain range, you're dead. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to do Look at all the things you learned today. Yeah, quite the day. And but, tomorrow's the primary, so go vote. Primary and who? What are the big races again? Oh, big races in Hennepin County are the county or the uh, county attorney and Congress. Those are the two big Congress. ones locally, as far as that goes. Other than that, there's not. I, I don't know that there's that many primaries around the state that are that big a deal. Right so now. no, I got to ask you one question on the way out the door here. Okay. The th- the package that just passed Senate is now. I think it's may have been passed by the House by now. I don't know if they're voting today. I think they're voting today on that, aren't they? I think. The division again, everything is so divided now. The division again, whether this is great or this is horrible, is very wide. Yeah, that's true. Why is that? Why can't we agree on anything anymore? 
Mm-hmm. Remember when the politician's job was to work for the people? Yeah. Well, they used to work together or they used to get along, and there's groups yeah. that just can't get along with each other at all. They just can't. You know? So. It's really unfortunate. Here, we'll, we'll try it out. Did you go see the squad this weekend since they were in town? I didn't know they were in town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they were? were? Yeah. They were, you, yeah. I see them on TV she, all the time. She had the squad in for, for a fundraiser this weekend. Who did? Uh, the, the Congress, uh, Iman. She had. She had the squad. Oh, Ilan Omar? Oh, you know, yeah. She doesn't look too good in the race, does she? No, I don't know. We'll see. That's what I had heard. Any, I don't know anything about it. It's not my area. But, um, you know, it's kind of funny. I did notice that, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the woman's name in New York, the young Spanish woman? AOC. Oh, AOC. AOC, yeah. <clears throat> she, she runs ton. One thing I don't like about her commercials is she goes, Literally, all Republicans are bad. Well, yeah, of course. Well, no, they're not. I mean, all Democrats are not bad, and all Republicans are not bad. It's a stupid argument. Yeah, the whole... Well, it's a stupid argument from a stupid person. Well, there you go. But she runs all of her commercials on very, very youth-oriented TV shows. Oh, yeah. That's how she gets her votes. She She played Among Us on Twitch, Mm -hmm. so that should tell you something. Yeah, well, there you go. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.